0: Hi, hello, and welcome, welcome to, to the partner panel. panel. Okay, we're good. Well, <laughs> I'm telling you, I hate that <laughs> shit. Wait. It, like the entire application Wait. freezes as soon as I uh, like unmute us, and I'm like, I have no idea if we can talk right now. I think we're okay. But you, but you mimic the 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 freezer, yeah. You freeze
1: too. You're like,
0: Wait. Hey, man what can We're i uh, what can i tell you <laughs> trying to be uh, uh, accurate welcome. i guess you could say right <laughs> welcome welcome yes there welcome Odo already in here let's go welcome welcome everybody to this week's episode of the fault partner panel i totally just realized one of my computers is not hooked up so i'm gonna do that while we talk here uh right. <laughs> but yo fucking episode 40 man you know what's crazy? We, not even the episode number, right? We actually started doing these about a year ago. Yeah. Like actually a year ago, a year ago, they started as like, Hey, we're going to start giving you guys bi-weekly news or no. Yeah. Bi-weekly updates, bi-weekly blogs, and then bi-weekly updates. So we literally had one thing each week. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I kind of miss that, man. <laughs> I, I, I can definitely say that I was of the group that was 100% spoiled by yeah. that right there. Oh, for sure. For sure. For sure. I agree All with right. that. But we do have, as usual, an amazing cast. At this point, the... Oh, can we say the official cast? Yeah, the, I'm going to say it. The official cast at this point, right? Now, we do I mean, have, you have those. Yeah, yeah, at this, point, <laughs> at this point, right? We do have Mangoose. and then we have Beard, and myself. Let's go in that specific order. Introduce yourselves while I'm adjusting some wires and shit here, please.
2: Mm. What's up, everybody? I'm the Mangus. You are awesome, and yeah, we're, uh, I don't think I'm actually I don't think I'm officially a, a, a partner. I don't know what the hell's going on with that, but yeah, whatever. Don't really matter. Who cares? Officially. Let's talk about some fault. Let's talk about some patch notes this week.
3: Uh Mangus, in my eyes, you're a fault partner. You'll be there. All right. <laughs> you're 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 back. All right. It just hasn't happened officially. And I mean by officially, you just haven't gotten the tag in, in Gen Chat or whatever. That's the way I see it. I could be wrong. I <laughs> know, I'm not the guy that runs what mean, that side of Uh welcome what I everybody. I am the Bearded Wolverine, your Michigan wonder. Uh specifically fall partner. And uh, love the doing ability the to come- can't wait to get into this one.
0: Dope, my bad. To. I know, I just got here, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't realize as I stepped away, another video started playing home hoops. Um, <laughs> everything's hooked up. But what's up, guys? I am Windu The Mace, AKA Windu. We have been keeping up with, honestly, all of us have been giving up with all the projects, right? But as far as this specific episode, we have been keeping up a, we've been keeping a very close eye on fault. let's say. Because we've been here every step of the way, you know, giving constructive criticism, sometimes just straight criticizing. We we can't help it sometimes, but we try to make it constructive, right? Uh, and we, you know, we'll continue to try to make it constructive. I would still even say it
3: was constructive because, like, even though we may have went harder into it than what we needed to, but everything that we said was for a reason. Like, we didn't, we weren't just bashing on them. It was literally for a reason that we were going into whatever we were going into at that time. So it was still constructive. It just didn't, it probably didn't need to be
0: drawn out as much as we draw it out sometimes. Yeah, some 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 fluff might have been needed at times, for sure. (laughs) You know, in retrospect, hindsight 2020. But, yeah, man, uh, we just brought up the fact that it's crazy. (laughs) When you would know background, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're a uh, new, new house, new me. Right? Oh, that's an actual uh, background. That literally is something uh, real behind uh, him. It's not the galaxy. Uh, as far as you're concerned. <laughs> um, yeah. But now, nah, man, I'll tell you what 2022, I, I honestly never thought that we would still be making videos about Fault pre early access 2022. I thought 2022, Fault would have already been. Early Access, low-key. Like, I'm... I'm kind of... Like, I don't know how to feel about it. How do you
3: guys feel about the fact that... Do you want to change the name, of the, the term, what you're using
0: it? Because are we not yeah. in Early Access? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. For free to release. play, yeah. For, full, for release, okay. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, like, yeah, so I didn't I'm think... Like, oh. Yeah, yeah let, let me rephrase that. I didn't think that Fault would still be at this stage and not fully released. Now, you you me? being Early Access already for a year and a half and such, like... Right i understand why they've chosen not to just necessary steps like getting the ai in place and stuff like that like i get it because there technically is only one release of a game right like there's only one major push and then from there you have periodical moments with spikes and such so i understand it but i'm kind of torn man like Yo, it's 2022. We we talked about it last week. Mangus and I have been making videos for three, like three, four years about fault at this point. Like about, no, like two, two to three, two to three, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still. Right. Now, you, you bearded, let me ask you this, because you brought up the fact that Mangus technically doesn't have the partner tag yet, right? Maybe, I don't know, maybe Strange Matters is waiting until the next partner wave or something. Watch, watch him be like, "Nah, bitch, you ain't (laughs) getting (laughs) it." I'd be cool with that. I don't really care. (laughs) Hey, man, we root for you. Yeah, you being arguably the last person in here to become a partner, right? Because technically, Goose was in there before I was, right? And then I came, and then you joined in, right? How do you feel? As a partner, looking at where fault is right now in about the year or so that you've been a partner, like from that point forward? Um that's a tough question. Sorry if I hit you with a deep question offering, yeah. bro. <laughs> that's a tough one.
3: I'm <laughs> I'm happy to see how far they've come in that year. Um by saying that by just by the things, things that they've overcame within that year. Um, but I do think that there's issues that still are at bay that need to be taken care of um you know right now like we we put out 13 once we put out 13 13 was you know was hyped up to be this big patch and you know we're supposed to get a bunch of increase in, in player base and there was a uh, a spike I wouldn't call it a big spike but there was a spike in player base and that dropped into plummeted ro- instantly. Um, uh, right back down to what we were normally having with. And then 14 was supposed to be this big spike and then plus marketing, you know, and there was a spike and it's not plummeting instantly, but you can definitely tell that the player base is dwindling away. And I don't know if it's due to marketing. I don't know if it's due to, you know, issues in gameplay. I don't know if it's the bugs that are pushed, but there's, there's stuff going on that the player base is not sticking around and something needs to happen to fix that. So I'm happy, but the player base overall is not happy with what's going on with this year and something needs to change to fix that.
0: You know, just a piggyback off of what you just said there towards the end, I think one of the bigger problems for any indie company specifically to go against is relevancy, right? because you can have an amazing product you can have something that people play it they're thoroughly impressed by it but you got to remember like being impressed by something only lasts so long eventually something will become normal right right and then from there the major i mean i'll be real with you the majority of gamers nowadays they're they get the brand new game that comes out they binge play that for a month you feel me then the next month, a new game comes out. Then they're on that. That God of War, the game probably came out finally on PS5. A bunch of people are playing that, you get me? So it, the bigger struggle I think Strange Matter has is relevancy and how to how to do events, how to do skins, you know, content, well, just stuff to consistently keep people looking towards that direction. Because if not much has changed in a month or two, Bro, there's a million ga- There, There's honestly hundreds of games that get released every month. Brand new games that get released every month. And right. it's a comp it's an it's a field that is getting more saturated by the day. Now, Mangoose, how do you think Strange Matters can stay more relevant? No, I dropped my cheese. <laughs> Go ahead.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I just <clears throat> I don't think they need to be in a rush to to to, to, to bonkai this shit. They need to wait a little bit. I think they're it's once bitten, twice shy. Like their original early access launch failed miserably, and they don't want a repeat of that. They, they get one shot at a comeback, and they need to make, make it a good shot. I think that's why we're not seeing a whole lot out of them, and I think that's why they don't really care as much right now. Once the game is fully released, and it needs to be free to play then, and they said it would be free to play, and it needs to be free to play, um, they can keep people's interest. They have a backlog of Paragon Heroes assets that were given to them for free. That should be fairly easy to implement into the game. And implementing a new hero, at least, you know, once, twice, you know, once a once a month, maybe once every two months, something like that. That'll keep things fresh and interesting enough, I think. Yeah, to keep people involved, well, to keep you said, Ban Kai, is that what you said? Full release, yeah. Watch some Bleach.
0: He said, "What some bleach?" Oh, <laughs> hey man, I appreciate I that reference. I was like really confused. I was like,
3: "What?" Yeah, it means full release. Okay, um, I'm gonna use that in the bedroom. <laughs>
1: Anyways, um, <laughs> like, what?
0: <laughs> <laughs> man, oh, that Like get me out.
2: My sword grows like fucking three
0: times. <laughs> <laughs> Stop buying your stories no, at Sam's Club
3: I'm not I'm not saying that they need to speed up for release they just need to do something whether it be if it's bringing out being more uh, faster being faster with the hero releases with the you know the epic assets they they already have something there's something just needs to be done because we we are feeling this as you know your cue times you can feel it in your cue times like even in prime time na like you can see your queue times are getting more affected by it like you can just tell you know or you know like or you can tell because you can see people who are like smurfing for this situation just so they can actually queue up because they're not able to get you know the player base isn't big enough for them to get a queue you know because their their original counts are too high or whatever you know like it's being affected all over and it So just something needs to happen to kind of get us out of this rut that we're in. You know, they, they made this rut, you know, pretty much from patch 12 and patch 13 and patch 14 actually weren't enough to get them out. Like we're still in it, you know, we're, we're, you know, we're, the tires are spinning. We're not completely stuck, but we know we need to do something else to, to get out of there.
2: I'm kind of curious too, because their numbers have been rising for the past three months not like a huge amount or anything but the average number of players for fault has risen over the past three months but i've also seen the amount of smurfs rise. so i kind of wonder if the numbers are rising or if people are just making more smurfs and then playing on both accounts you know what i mean because that would count towards the numbers um it'd be interesting to see which one it is
0: so i've seen a lot of fresh faces too so I saw several people in Twitch chat, specifically when the free weekend was going on, people on Twitch chat just straight openly admitting, hey, I'm going to go create a couple new Smurfs just to play against the new people. Now, I don't know whether that had negative effect. I don't know whether, you know, like it was good for the community because more there was just more matches going on or whatever. I guess it just really depends on Toxicity experience, whatnot, and that's independent, right? But I mean, at least when a Smurf gets created, at least it's still money for strange matters, you know? The only negative <laughs> side is not good for the
2: community at all. Like, I don't see that as a question. People making <laughs> Smurfs specifically to play against new players during a free weekend is not, can never be good
0: for the community, <laughs> you know what right. I mean? It's fucked, man, because <laughs> it's a weird thing to say that the people that love this game the most are the ones that might be affecting the game the most negatively because they want to play it more often. So they're like, Hey, we play it all the time. So we've gotten better, but we've gotten too good to the point where now we don't get games. I need to get a smurf just to play the game that I want to play. But now I'm affecting everybody else's day because they're better, you know?
3: So I guess, I don't know, I, I'm not good enough to, to make a smurf in that regard of what you're saying, right? Mm-hmm. So I play against them anyways, but even when I'm playing against them, when I know, and Magoose can attest to this, because Goose teams up with me a lot, when we know that we're going against somebody that's not new, we don't, sweat. we literally just go. Like, there's times, like, what I would normally, uh, Murdoch, alright, this is normally where I'm going to hit you with my Q, I'm going to fucking melt the shit out of you. No, I maybe don't use my Q as often, alright? And then, but we also use points to like, okay, look, look, this person's all, they're overextended like crazy. All right. So it's a teaching point. Let me go. All right. Bam, bam, bam. All right. Now you're dead. You should know. Don't go that far <laughs> ahead. You know, it's like you kind of use that stuff, but you don't like, you're not there sweating <laughs> on them. You know, you can tell when you're playing against somebody that's new and doesn't know what they're doing. You know, like, let them play the game.
0: Hmm. So, I wanna I want to read something from chat real quick that I noticed that a uh, stunt shout out to stunt he just wrote so he said I I honestly wanted to answer Wendy's question I think fault should wait a bit longer the entire Parazombie platform has shifted in the last year even though this is a fault panel you can't help to compare that's that's that happens the last year alone showed so much in the sense that it doesn't matter if you're first or last, you can blow up to a new level at any point in time. Mm. Overprime, Predecessor, and Ethereal are all great testaments of that.
2: Yeah, we we were talking about this before we actually started the partner panel. There's been a paradigm shift in that Overprime used to be the meme. It used to be the game that the community shat upon. It was like, well, at least this isn't as bad as Overprime. You know, nobody took them serious. Now look at them. Like, everybody's taking... Overprime's super serious. They're not taking Fault serious at all. Fault has become the meme. But that's good and bad. It's bad, of course, that they're the meme. But it's also good in the comparison that we saw that Overprime was able to dig themselves out of that hole, which means Fault can still dig themselves out of that hole.
0: True. Yep. Now, when... I feel what you say whenever... like, Because I've heard a lot of people make comments about fault and strange matters and stuff. Like I've heard people almost dismiss fault in a way, whenever it gets brought up on a repeating basis. Mm -hmm. Now, why do you think that that is? Or why do you think people are are like, at least some people are considering fault like a meme and such. What do you think has led to that? It was that initial release. Yeah.
3: You think so? Oh, oh I think there's. Yeah. I think there's a huge group of people that had that have, saw that happen and haven't even given it a second chance.
2: But, I mean, that, yeah. That, and then when they did give it a second a chance, was that free weekend where it was unoptimized, and then they were just like, "Oh, it's
0: still shit," and left. Hmm. Now I can't Sorry. wait for another free weekend to happen. But I'll be real. I I actually didn't think that at all. I thought that people might have gotten that inclination not from the original release, performance came after. Like when heroes started getting added and they were buggy, but things were still getting fixed, right? And then from there, it was two more heroes, two more heroes. And then it got to the point where in December, we got the last hero, technically on January 1st of the new year, that was Morgesh, And then from there was just like, you know, silence for a couple, like a month or so, basically. And then they started doing the bi-weekly updates, bi-weekly bo- blogs and stuff. But I noticed that at that point, unless you were like a hardcore fault follower, the average person just stopped l- getting fault news. That's a, that's a, one of the main reasons why we even made these videos. Why we're all, we're all the way up to episode 40, right? Because we wanted to inform people about things that were just going right over their head, like stuff that was actually getting done, changes that were being made, but because they weren't in Discord or because they weren't on the website, it was just like, well, I have no fucking idea, right? But I think the same reason that made us start these videos and get this trend going and everything is the same reason why Fault has been affected as far as people's confidence am i, I, am, I, am, I weird, am i am i weird for thinking you're that? not wrong you're not wrong i think it's the conglomerate of all
3: of it actually i think it's the the that 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 uh bad start that they had you know tied into the the hud being announced that's supposed to be two weeks after release uh, early access opening right and then it didn't how long after was that it wasn't two weeks it was forever ago you know forever after that that we finally got the hud you know so that just doesn't look good you know and then the you know the the way they didn't handle that in the beginning you know with the hud like you didn't like we're wondering what's going on with the hud and it was just kind of like oh it's being worked on it's being worked on let us know what they finally tell us and it's like well that's say that in the beginning you know stuff like that you know this is and you know that tied into what you know that just kind of everything just kind of this ball just keeps getting bigger you know it's a snowball going downhill you know it's picking things up right, so right first it was the initial release how it happened then it was the hud and then the, here we go and now it's the silence you know after Morgash. and it just kind of gets bigger and bigger and bigger and it gets to the point where other people who can't see through it they just kind of like yep no, nope, fault fault's a shit show you know and, and they want nothing to do with it and they you know like you know i had an i had a discussion with somebody in a comp- Completely different Discord, um, and I, I showed it to you guys. Like that, you know, they were trying to say that there was no balance being done, you know, with the last patch fourteen point three. I'm like, well, there was. Now I'm not saying that it was a lot of balance, but like you coming, you going into another Discord saying that there's no balance being done is now you're just s- spreading lies. Like you're making it look like to other people that they don't, they're not doing any balance, and like that's not true. They are. Now, was it as much as everybody wants? 100 no like i agree Like i agree there should have been more at that last balance patch you know but there wasn't we had two we had two aspects balanced it is what it is i don't have to tell you i can't but you know, i'm not going into their discord saying hey they're not doing any balancing because they did yeah i, just, I really don't
1: know
2: anything listen. they've done since release has been has really mattered that much if you look at the numbers their release, they, their peak players was 29,050. The next month, it was down to 1,099. That was a 59% decrease in players. The next month after that, September 723 was their peak players. They lost so many people. Like, so many
0: people tried the game on early release and then never played it again. Peak is like, I at one time just to make sure, right?
2: And those people from then on have talked shit about Fault, which is It's like, it's like a boulder rolling. It's just gaining more and more people to where people don't even think about trying fault. They've seen so many other people talk negatively about fault that they just assume that fault's bad. And it doesn't matter how much we say, Oh, it's improved. It's improved. It's improved. Especially when we tell people it's improved so much, give it a try. And then they have the free weekend and people are getting like fucking 20 FPS or something that's dropping down to two and, like that sort of thing hurts them so bad, like more than people realize. But it's yep. the, it's that initial launch not going well is what started them on this downward spiral where people are just kind of ganging up on fault. a little unfairly, uh, to to be honest, because the game really is in a good state. But just because it isn't un, just because it isn't fair doesn't mean it's true. I, I think if you look, um, you know, Overprime had that their trailer on IGN. They released their, their trailer, cinematic trailer for on IGN. Uh, that trailer has like 94k views right now if you look through the comments on that trailer nobody ever mentions fault unless they're bashing it they'll say they'll say stuff about they're like overprime and predecessor overprime predecessor overprime predecessor then somebody will say some some shit about fault and then other people will back them up or if somebody says the least amount good about fault in those comments or what about fault? There's immediately a bunch of people that probably have never even played the game talking a bunch of shit about fault. That's not good. That's not a good sign right. for, for their future. However, like I said, they can still dig themselves out. Like what's going on right now. doesn't really matter that much when they go full release. That's what's going to matter. If the game is good on full release and they actually market it and advertise it, they they'll be fine. Like, you know, not much they could do right now because the community is against them, but just wait till that shift. I'll
0: be real. I think I, and you know, just to bring up overprime real quick, as a comparison, I think overprime is a great example of how fault can use organic marketing, not paid marketing, because there is a difference, right? They can easily use organic marketing and content to actually change perception. Like, for example, this video that I've been playing here on the uh, on the, on the stream slash video, right? Right. That is a conglomerate of, I want to say every hero release trailer that they've done? Not everyone, not everyone. There's there, Richter and Morgash are not in there. Okay, I mean, maybe because it was Christmas, I'm assuming, right, and then those were a little bit different themes They would kind of clash. Right, yeah. Like with different map and such, at least these you can kind of, still make the assumption that it's the same map, right? But like, even stuff like this, like, it's mad cool. We've seen them do it in the past. We've seen them contract companies to make dope trailers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, I would love to see them before they do paid marketing, I would love to see them have more success in their organic social media growth. Does that make sense? Because I've seen I've seen hundreds of companies, well, even buddies with their businesses and stuff, content creators that they're like, hey, if I simply pay $1,000 to promote my post, that'll lead me to success. And it's not that fucking easy. Like, you're going to get a million impressions in like three clicks if you don't actually know what you're doing, right? And of course, they're hiring a uh, marketing manager. So... Hopefully that's going to get a little bit ironed out as it goes along. But do you think
3: that them hiring the marketing manager, sorry to interrupt you, but do you think them hiring this marketing manager is what is delaying the marketing that they said that's going to happen with 14? I would think so. Yeah. I mean, we, we do have <laughs> marketing, a marketing team as of right now. It's not just a marketing manager, you know, like, so, I mean, they could still be doing something I would say, but like, are you think they're holding off until they get the marketing manager? Yeah, I thought that was just understood. Like, I thought that was just not like, see, a commonly known thing. See, yeah, I,
2: I didn't think I saw them adver- advertising that they were looking for a marketing manager. I was like, oh, okay, that's why
3: they're. So then, would you not ready. want to advertise looking for a marketing manager before you tell everybody, your whole community, that you're going to do marketing once 14 drops? Uh, maybe they didn't know at the
0: time. Maybe that was a marketing blunder and one of the reasons they need a manager now. Because it, I mean, we when we had that conversation with Huddy a few weeks back, like he he very thoroughly explained like it's it's much more complicated than just posting. Like you gotta have like this storyboard laid out. Like hey, we're gonna start with these posts. That is gonna lead into this. This is gonna lead into this part in the end quarter two. That and then you literally gotta have the entire year planned out. You gotta have the content ready and such ahead of time, and. It's, it's a complex thing. Like, I don't know the extent of the experience of the current marketing team. Right. So it'd be unfair for us to judge whether they could do it or not, but yeah, they could still do social media posts, which is like just simple marketing. Right. Like just focus on growing their brand, focus on growing their social media presence, like even if it's just posting pictures about your game. Like, let's be real besides this, um, patch notes that we're actually going to go over that just got released like what, like two hours ago. Right? Yeah. Besides this, what else has, what else have you guys seen from strange matter in the past week? Nothing. And if you're not following the game, like hardcore, if you're either on the fence or if you're on the other side of the fence, do you really think patch notes are going to be what's going to draw me in this week? Right. No, and I mean, but, but so that's what I'm saying. Like, even
3: even if it is social media, like, I'm not saying in the regards of, you know, hey, just posting a picture of the, of the next hero tease, you know, like it's a competition so you can you know if somebody else is already doing it you can still do it yourself so the overprime and how they're doing their whole wish list event you know and and going over you know, having them post it on YouTube and hashtag overprime or whatever you know like you can do stuff like that like have little competitions like uh, here you go like take this and make a video out of it and you know make YouTube shorts and, and make other people, be your advertisement until then, like, that's like other people posting, you know, making, you know, you get somebody just making a random YouTube short. That's getting, you know, because right now them posting a YouTube short, the only people that are really going to see it are the people that are following them. But now if they get 80 people in their community to make that, make a YouTube short, now it's going to be all those people, everybody that's following them, 80 people, you know, it's just this huge, Mm -hmm. big spider web, you know, let them, you know, (laughs) hand it out to us and let let the community run with it you know i i don't see why it's not anything like that i, I don't know how hard of i don't know of a storyboard that you got to build up for that or whatever how hard it's got to be but like i don't think it could be too hard to do something like that you know
0: what i think would be arguably the easiest form of like hey this is our one weekly post you literally could go on twitch and go to the fall category Go to the clips tab up top it'll show you every single clip that has been made on twitch under the category fall filter in the last seven days grab just look at like the top seven grab the best one that you like post it once a week you can integrate a twitch link onto facebook twitter youtube wherever and easily just have that embed below and now the video shows up and they click to watch the video. That view goes to the creator on Twitch. And it adds to their views of that clip. And it's literally just simple community engagement that has nothing to do with teasing. It has nothing to do with adding stuff. And the reason why I actually brought it up, shout out to Death DeTadeo in the chat, cause we've talked about this in the past, but it's a, he mentioned it in the chat and it's a super simplistic idea that would generate community engagement, would show off their game on a consistent basis and would actually just kind of promote organic engagement. You know? Right. Like they could easily do that and then see like, like for example, if you're, I don't don't know the exact number they have like on, throughout their social medias, right? But let's say like on Twitter, if they have 2000 Twitter followers, right? And they share that and they only get like three likes, i th- I think then that gives them a lot of red flags that they need to then look at you get me right it's just, like it's just a lot of things that they could be doing without officially starting marketing just simple things like that you know now I just think I they just
2: they just need to maintain for now until they till they get full release and then they hit the marketing hard like little things like that I think would be good but like as far as their actual marketing from Strange Matter, uh, they probably should, don't need to w- really worry about it too much until they go full release.
3: What would you guys say about uh, the the AI system? Right, the AI system. Uh, it, I, w- I mean, it just needs to be artificial. Take the eye out of it because there really isn't intelligence there um, with this system. Besides Murdoch, Murdoch is his intelligence is insane. He's able to get all those types. But, um, anyways, uh, you know, it's good. It's a good for, for new people to go in there and and learn the basics of the game. It's good. But I think they need to add the ability to go in there and change your opposing team because just because you're playing as a twin blast, you're going to know how to go up against a Murdoch and a Muriel. You're not going to know how to go up against uh a sparrow and a phase. So when you do actually go play PvP, you're just gonna get your ass handed to you because you you're gonna play against somebody like a, a completely different play set that of now what's going on. So if you're able to go in and change, like, okay, hey, I'm gonna play solo lane. I don't need to play a graystone every time. I need to learn how to play against a Morgesh in off lane because that's a hot ticket, you know like how do i how do i compete against that so i'm gonna put more i want to put more gash over here at offlane i'm gonna put this here and there so that i go in here i can focus learning how to play against that heroes and that ability and those abilities
0: being used against me i think the problem there would be just workload because i mean correct me if i'm wrong if anybody knows but i'm pretty sure all those ai have to be like programmed individually but you know murdoch leap Murdoch, I mean, I'm sorry, Murdoch Snipe, Greystone Leap, etc. and I don't think it would be as simple as, hey, put this character, and now the character's just playing on its own, right? I think they still need to, like, have those set actions, like, hey, if Greystone gets this low, leap away and retreat, you know what I'm saying? Like, all that has to be programmed in there, I'm pretty sure, um... I mean, it'd be that cool. Makes, that
3: makes sense because I picked Murdoch Jungle one time and it made uh, Chimera and Muriel be the dual lane. Yeah. So it literally just took the jungle and put them in the carry role. I'm like, well, that doesn't make any sense what's going on there. Yeah, I, I think that's literally just rolling. So just it's just like filling the spot. Five characters are the only ones, the only way to get a new character in is for you to play that character. And then they're going to fill the role with whatever they know as. So that's probably, so you're probably right with that. But I'm not saying like, like that needs to happen now. I would like it to happen soon. I think that's, I think that's a quality of life thing that needs to happen. So really, as we're talking and as 14-2 and 14-3 and 14-4 and 14-5 come, are being are coming out, that's something that whoever it is that works in AI could be working on that. Like, hey, all right, I, got, I now have Bellica is ready to go in game. Uh, you know I have this written, you know so then you can start integrating more heroes uh into the AI system.
0: So somebody in chat's mentioning what about adding other game modes like an AI like an ARAM 1v1 now I I know the what, the what community, would, community as it is. I was about to say I know what they probably would say. They probably say they don't want to split the player base. They want to keep everybody playing on one single queue, right? Right. Which actually it's kind of funny because you got NA players playing on EU for most of the day. And then you have EU players (laughs) that switch over to NA during a certain time frame too. So that's... uh, It'd be cool to see, but I don't think they... Have the player base to sustain. It. It'd be cool to see, like, if they do like early release and they add an ARAM mode for it. Like, if they know they have like a good push for it and good player base and whatnot, or like maybe like a month after early release, if they have really really good numbers, so, like, hey, we're giving you guys this full release. Sorry, full release. I'm sorry, full How many times release. Let me
2: tell you this. <laughs> it's like you've never played this game before.
0: Next thing you know, they're
3: gonna do an early full release. Hey man, this isn't our actual full release, this is an early full release we're doing just for window, and then we're gonna do a full release.
0: Now, since y'all are shit on me, let me just change the subject. <laughs> How do y'all feel about a refer system? Like, get your buddy to join with your code, maybe like you know like a percentage of what they spend you get to your account as well just as a like a referral uh i don't know about that it doesn't have to be as as extensive as that but maybe you could get like set rewards maybe like a tier for example like you refer somebody if they get to level five you get this reward if they get to level 10 you get this reward based off of levels like some of them have it that way too I think
2: it's a good yeah. idea, but they need to wait until they got everything straightened out. Like I like I said, they can't they can't be doing big promotional stuff like free weekends and stuff until they got the game in a state where people will stay. Like when they did the free weekend, it was unoptimized, so people didn't stay. You you can't do a refer a friend until you got things running and and, and nice and smooth. Um, well, we haven't talked about the the new patch yet, but they they're adding in easy anti cheat um, that's pretty well known for causing login issues and, and various issues that will, will need to be addressed. So I don't think like doing a free weekend just after they add easy anti-cheap, that wouldn't be a great idea. Doing like referral, like a, a referral friend program right after they add something huge like that. Probably not a good idea. They need to wait until it's ironed out. That They need to learn from their mistakes. They made, they made a big mistake with the early access where the game just wasn't in a good state. Um, You know, the, the internet going down was not their... Fault, but it, it it happened. I see what you did there. Um, God, I didn't mean to. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then the the free to play weekend after fourteen, where they didn't have the game optimized yet, they could have just waited. What was it like another two weeks before they that op- optimization patch? Like, why couldn't they yeah. have waited a little bit to do that free weekend when the game was like in a really good state? I think they should wait for yeah, to know. do any of this stuff until they're sure the game is in a really good state.
3: No, I agree. I said right from the get go. We found out the free weekend was when it was. I agreed that it wasn't a good idea to do that uh, unless they come out unless the optimization was fixed before the free weekend, and then it ended up not being fixed for the free weekend. So I was I wasn't too happy uh, about the timing of it either. Um, and, and now would be the good time after fourteen three. Would have been that time, you know, to do that free weekend because it would have been a lot better. You know more stable there are still a few people who are having issues and there's people who are getting issues that didn't have them before but that's the the numbers are a lot a lot smaller
0: than what they were Mm -hmm. um so you know i want to i want to ask you guys something before we get into these patch notes now we we keep mentioning that maybe the reason why players didn't stay from the free-to-play weekend was optimization Let's try to be even a little bit more constructive. Like, let's say optimization is the number one cause. What do you guys think are cause number two and cause number three?
2: Uh, I think cause number two would be the community itself being toxic. That was the uh, like, I'm just going mainly by like from my comments and YouTube and from people talking to me via Discord and stuff. Yeah, the main thing was the optimization, but like the second most complained about thing would definitely be the community itself, people being extremely toxic. And that's what uh, that's what put people off.
0: Yeah, Yeah, that would definitely be number two for sure. Um, And how would they fix number two? Like before we get to the third one, how would they fix number Um, two?
2: There's no great way to do
3: it no you you go play any mobile you're gonna get that toxicity so it literally it's it's everywhere like it, it sucks I, I i hate that because i've always hated that whole like that mindset oh it, this is what it is like you're, you know you're gonna have it like well we don't have if we know that it's an issue we don't have to be that way but you know there's really we're not big enough to
0: fix anything so it has to be it has to come from somewhere else do you guys think implementing things like banning curse words even helps no who gives a fuck I think people just
2: people just need to like learn how to mute others and just not care I mean there's I mean it's both sides of the story right like experienced fault players need to like rein in the toxicity a little bit especially on a weekend like that if they actually care about fault which I think a lot of them don't care about fault but on the other hand you know if somebody's pissing you off in chat, just fucking mute them. Just turn them off. It's like not, not that hard. Right. I I used to be just all out against toxicity, but I realized that some people just enjoy playing that way. They enjoy being yeah. toxic, and if they paid their fucking $20 to play Fault, they should be able to play it the way they want to play. If they want to be a toxic asshole, go for it. But if you want to see the game grow, you're going to have to fucking realize that that toxicity is going to push people away. right? So, it's more of a community thing. The community needs to fix that themselves. Fault, uh, strange matter can't really do much to, to fix in game toxicity unless there's like a million reports against
3: the person. I think there's, there's, I, I agree with you, Mangus, but I also think that there's just lines that you can over, like you can be toxic to a certain point. But then a lot of people just cross that line and don't care. There is no cap. Like they just keep going, you know? And it's like, you're not benefiting anything yourself or even any situation by just doing what you're doing. Now, are you, do you feel better if you flame somebody? Fine, you know, but then when it just becomes like, once you've already got your point across, your points across, you going farther is not getting your point across any more or any better it literally is already done you've already done what you you wanted to do continue going is, is the issue and that's where i think that needs to
0: you know people need to learn okay hold back i feel like yeah that, that's that's just probably going to be a never-ending issue because then you got then you got to consider their mid-match there's some keyboard warriors that'll type a paragraph out right The majority doesn't even want to type a complete sentence because they're in the middle of the game. So that's when those like when those adjectives that just hit to the core start coming out. Like Mike brought it up in the in the chat. Shout out to Mike. It's Mike TV, fellow partner. Um, He said it's like, yo, there's very few actual toxic players out there, but there's a lot of comments like fuck you or idiot. And people are immediately like, "Yo, this game is toxic." Now, yeah, there is a point where "fuck you, an idiot" can easily turn into toxicity, right? But there is—I just don't think that there's besides adding like word censoring and shit, and just having shit blocked. I, I really don't think that's there's really anything that they can do. We just have to hope that as a community, we grow enough where i don't know the one person i don't even know if it's the one percent let's say ten percent if the ten percent that likes to play that way maybe they're not noticed as much because there's a huge like influx of players you know i
3: just it takes a lot for me to type in chat like i i one i'm a i'm a console guy right i i only bought a pc for these games that's it right so I'm not one to type. I literally, I'm the guy that does this. I don't actually type anything, right? I do this whole thing, right? I'm pretty good at it, but I guess what I do. And so it's going to take a lot for me to like, stop doing what I'm doing in game or wait till I die for me to hit, you know, or I enter and I'll start typing up what I want to say to that person. And, and, you know, it, it just, it's more of a pain for me to do that. So I just don't really care about it anymore. Like, I just like, it is what it is. You know, me as a streamer, my camera covers chat so it doesn't have i have no negative effect that way and you know if i read it i read it there's times i don't even read it you know there's a couple times that i'll say like, i read something i'm i had a, like i was telling the person i was playing with hey they're talking to you and they're like oh well hey thanks for letting me know because i wasn't looking i think it was actually huddy i think they were talking to huddy they're like oh yeah i wasn't paying attention. yeah thanks you know like but other than that like i really don't pay attention to like I don't know. Maybe I don't pay attention because I know they're flaming me because I'm not good at the game, but I don't know. Either way, I just, I get <clears throat> there, there is a mute function, but there needs to be this, this will help the game. This will help the game. There needs to be a function where you can have it automatically muted before you even go into a game. Right from the main lobby screen, you can go into settings and have <laughs> chat yeah. muted right from the beginning. So then when you go <laughs> into game,
0: it'd be a nice quality of life.
3: It has nothing to, you you don't have anything happening. It just needs to be an automatic thing. You shouldn't have to go into every game, hold up the scoreboard and, and, you know, go down your team and mute everybody. It should be something you turned on. You can turn on or turn off. And then if you need to mute individual, if you do, if you're somebody like me and want it on and you need to mute certain individuals, you still have that ability to pull up the scoreboard and mute that individual if need be. You know, but that needs to be uh, something they do in the game. they just on the setting screen, turn it off. And that way, you don't have have to worry about it one bit.
2: I I think a lot of the toxicity or whatever you want to call it will be solved once they have a larger player base and you have better matchmaking. So a lot of it stems from that. You're either you're matched with people that are just way better than you. And instead of like guiding you, they just kind of flame you or and I can understand where it'd be frustrating from their point of view when they're constantly matched with fucking potatoes like me and they have to deal with that shit, you know what i mean? Like i i would get mad too probably, but i don't know, i think yeah, if once they have more players, i think the toxicity will even out a little bit. Maybe not, you know, all of it of course, but yeah. That that's part of the problem. is just not a big enough player base in fault right now to have good matchmaking, so you get you get some weird matches, man. <laughs> you get matched up yeah. with some weird
3: well, and then even then like you get matched up or you start seeing the same team you're going up against or whatever and you just kind of get you know you get flustered you know and then even the people who are normally even keel they start to get a little tilted you know and when they start to get tilted then they start you know being a little toxic in chat and stuff like that you know and it certain, thing, you know it, it the, the the bigger the player base the less odd times you see something like that happening so you don't that doesn't happen you know you can have that bad game all right queue up again and not see that person again and now we're good to go. like now i had a good game and you forgot about the one you just had you know but now it's like you had that game you queue up it's like fuck, we got this guy again like i don't <laughs> yeah. want like are you kidding me like there, I, literally i have times so, like i'll queue up and I've, I've had that i'll, I, I, I'll wait you know, I'm gonna give him time to get a cue because I'm gonna sit here and wait a minute because I don't wanna deal with it.
1: So. Yeah.
0: You know what I really want? I want the game to <laughs> fucking remember when somebody's muted. Like if I mute somebody, like if I may mute somebody, it like they have to really be going ham, right? Typically I don't yeah. mute people. Typically, y'all like, hey man, chill out, he's new or whatever. But if there's somebody going ham where I'm like, all right, this individual should not even be allowed to fucking chat. I just want the game to remember that if I muted somebody, keep them muted until I unmute them. Do like Discord. Right. Just remember the fact that I muted that individual, and I'm just never gonna see that individual's messages unless I unmute. Right. I don't know if that's hard to do. I don't know if that's I would get saved really in game files yeah I think it would be hard
3: to do but I don't know for sure I just think because yeah, that's an individual game you know and, and I, I, like a bunch of things are going on for that one game and then for it to go to tie it into the next game as well that's going to be the hard part you know like I think it'd be different if you muted that person in the main lobby you know like the, like just to tie your account and their account together like this kind this is muted but I don't know, I could be completely wrong. It could be something that's pretty simple or whatever, but I could just, I could see how it could be a challenging thing to do. So it's funny we're talking about all of this. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a—I'm an advocate for, for voice chat. I
0: want voice chat in the game. Yeah, I saw Empty make that comment in the chat. Empty was like, uh, Empty was like, wait a minute. I thought Bearded didn't want Mew. I thought he wanted to talk to people. Which I mean, having the option to mute all and wanting to talk to people are still two very, very different things, right? Like there's days, like I can even pick Call of Duty. There's days where I'm like, I'm gonna have my mic on. I'm talking to everybody in that bitch. Somebody wants to argue, let's fucking go, son. I've been here since Call of Duty one, try to shit talk me, watch what happens. And then there's days where I'm like, I don't want to put up with shit. Go into the settings, mute team chat. Chilling. I'm just vibing, listening to some reggae or whatever, just coasting. Like, so I, I still would like an option like that. I just, I
3: think just with a mo. I, I think a voice chat you know again you could do the same thing that overwatch does you know there is a voice chat but you can turn it off before you even go into a game that way you don't have to you're like your mic you're not talking to anybody in the game you don't have to hear them you don't have to talk to them you know and that can have if that's a if you're that person that's fine but if you have a mic it is so much easier to communicate with this game uh you're using voice comms than it is to use a ping system It would be cool and to hope that your person see it. You know, if it's so much easier for me to say enemy missing mid or enemy missing right over voice comms than it is for me to do a ping system and hope that
0: you saw it. Yeah, I will say that you paid attention. Speaking of games like, you know, like Overwatch or anything like that, like other team based games, hell, even Valorant. I I look forward to chatting with my teammates, even if they're randoms, regardless if I think they're good or bad. Right. I would rather talk to them than type to them because at yeah. least talking to them has tonality. You feel me? Like, exactly. Like, it comes across that. different. Yeah. I can literally say in the chat, back up. Right? Just the word, back up. And then ward, but, place uh, a ward. Place a ward.
3: And <laughs> auto run, auto run puts all caps on. So it looks like you're yelling at them. Yeah, Wait, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be real. real I'm
0: going to be you know, real with you. That's a big a rip. Man,
3: place a ward. You know then it's like son of a bitch like literally and if you could hear me if i could say hey hey uh hey can you place a ward for me i my my ward time's down me and goose do it all the time goose hey i my my wards are on you know cooldown. all right i got you you know i go in and i cool down now if goose would have typed that i would think that he's being a dick and he's probably being toxic towards me and like Yelling at me because I never place a ward, but, you know, but it is what it is. No, like, yeah. So, yeah, voice comms would would negate some of the toxicity that was not actually meant to be toxicity. But then once you perceive it as toxicity, you are toxic back. And now all of a sudden that person that wasn't being toxic starts being it just becomes this issue that didn't have to happen because all I said was
0: place a ward. I will say, too. People are keyboard warriors when it comes to typing. They'll say whatever the fuck they want. But when you're actually talking to somebody, even if it's just over voice comms, right? Like, they're they're a little bit braver than in person, of course. Right. But even then, like, once people actually hear you, the tone, like, if, like, for example, if I don't know Bearded, but if this man comes on comms as a friendly dude, you know what? He's a pretty chill fucking dude. I don't care if he's <laughs> 0 and 6 right now. You know what? You did great, buddy. I'll say I'll send you a Lunchables. No problem. You did great. Maybe next time. Like, <laughs> but you get what I'm saying? Like, it's so sad
2: because it's true. Oh, <laughs> um, but yeah, like I'm the exact it, opposite. By the way, what? Is weird. <laughs> what do you mean? You you don't I'm like talking? Way, I'm way nicer. Like in video games in chat or on voice comms or
0: whatever, than in person. Like, I'm a very aggressive. I could totally person. see that shape. I'm running to him at a Walmart. He's just staring at you, like mean mugging the fuck out of you because he wants you to move your cart out of the way. And it's just like, I don't know why, but that bald guy just keeps staring at us. Just keep walking. I think he's going to stab us. I
1: think he's going
0: to stab us. Oh, man. But yeah. Okay. So let's say. Issue number two would be community interaction. What do you think issue number three would be before we go into these past notes? Uh,
2: Issue number three is another one that they can't really change is people expect Paragon and it's not Paragon. They, they expect fault to match their memory of Paragon and it's not that it's never going to be that. It's not something they can fix. No, something I think they
3: should fix. Um, uh, to tie into that, um, people people are expecting paragon um and it shouldn't they, they you're right they should expect paragon but like the heroes right and how the hero kits are completely different or whatever you know like somebody was talking about chimera and how chimera was in paragon and how it's so different in this game or whatever I'm like and like we were trying to ask like what version of chimera you're talking about because you know what version of paragon chimera do you do you think they you know we should have went with and they want more of like a you know more of a survival like the lifesteal chimera I think they said I don't know I don't play, I didn't play chimera in, in Paragon so I didn't know what they were talking about but that's what they're talking about and I'm like I I don't look at these kits and, and and expect them to be identical to Paragon um there are some kits that i I did prefer in Paragon or whatever um you know and it's not even a kit they, well one of them is a kit one's not like twin blast I don't like twin blast is all in, in full it, it is so anticlimactic to me, and I feel like there needs to be more. I think it just needs to be more of a visual cue, not his body turning orange, because that's still not enough. Like the, I loved it when he, he came out and he had this big old fucking gun he was killing you with, right? I thought it was badass. Loved it. Give me that back, I'll be happy. But the other one is, I preferred Murdock's uh, kit. You know his his knockback to be a part of his gun, his buckshot. When you use his buckshot, that knocked him back, and then I don't know what his other one, he had the other part of his kit was, but I think it was just a passive. I think yeah, it was, it was his passive. I think it was his passive instead of it, you know. But which is fine. I was, but I I preferred the buckshot to be the knockback, you know, instead of it being buckshot, and then you have to use a shield bash. But it is what it is. I mean, I'm not, I'm not so point like I can't wait to not play faults anymore because here I am. <laughs>
0: Now, couldn't something be said along the lines of they they can't and shouldn't focus on changing people's minds? But couldn't they be making an effort to set an expectation? Like, specifically, like, everybody that doesn't know Paragon doesn't fucking matter, right? They're not going to be able to compare, like, to Paragon, at least. But should they at all even acknowledge the fact, like, hey, this isn't Paragon? They do. Like, they, I mean, yeah, they not, do. Not, not well, a strong point, but they do. Well, we've gone over the fact that in their About Us area, they mention it's like, hey, this is a game inspired by a game that we all loved, et cetera. But how many people actually read that are fewer and far in between? You get what I'm saying? Right.
3: But I mean, like, so yeah, I mean, they're not, I don't think there's anybody, I mean, I, I'm not watching somebody moderate Twitter chat or, um, or, or like comments Facebook, and say, any, any social media, that I'm, the only thing I'm watching is Discord. And I do know that mods and devs in Discord, if anybody comes in, anybody new comes in and said, hey, is this Paragon or whatever, there is somebody who kind of gives a blanket statement saying this is a, a game that, you know, using epic assets, but not Paragon.
0: Yeah. Hmm. I don't know, I guess that would just be like the social media team handling on the other sides right because i will say like and, and shout out to the uh strange matter mods because they do a damn good job of you know correcting information be like no it isn't that but we recommend you try this out it's a little bit different you know they try to keep it on a positive tone most of the time right. so exactly i'm okay with that yeah the best they can do with with
3: texting you know could you imagine if this was all voice comes no. could
0: you imagine i only gen chat voice comments right now oh my gosh you've that sold me saying. i need and join to talk to arma chat right now
3: <laughs>
0: and it, could, you, could you imagine how cluttered that shit would be if they had a talk to a mod voice chat oh and it, that. and it would just be like mods in there sitting and people coming in asking questions and having conversation your art the mods would go crazy <laughs> right. The, so hashtag talk to Arma chat. We need to make that happen for sure. But let's do this. Let's go ahead and go through the uh patch notes that they announced. Now yeah. these uh these notes aren't the most extensive, right? Still a couple of good changes, a couple of interesting changes. I'm looking at you, Richter lovers. We're we're gonna talk about that in a second. Uh.
2: I, okay, I'm going to say right now I love 99% of this patch. They missed the mark with Richter. They didn't they, they missed the mark with Richter. They didn't oh, really yeah. change they, they needed to do. I'll wait though.
3: How'd they miss the mark? The hitbox? Uh, yeah. That's
0: how
1: they missed the mark. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um,
0: Yo. Okay. You yeah.
3: to explain to me hey, hey Mangus, you seem pretty knowledgeable about it. What is easy anti-cheat? I don't know what this is. It's
2: just, an, it's just anti-cheat software. It's not the most comprehensive anti-cheat software, but it does pick up some of the more con- common cheats out there, like auto-aim and stuff like that, and it'll ban them. But it also gives Strange Matter tools that they can use to flush out some of the other cheats that might be in, the, in their game. Like if somebody writes a cheat specifically for um, a speed glitch say, or something, for a fault or something, then it'll be easier for them to to detect- find that, but it'll still take quite a few reports of that person cheating before it even comes to their attention. But it will cancel gotcha. out a lot of the more common cheats out there.
3: I'm gonna report freaking the AI fucking Gideon man. He's dropping rocks I can't look it. Right. He's just like <laughs> behind him. How the hell did you drop that rock there,
0: You didn't Homie, I saw. Know I, I'm there. I saw the AI Gideon teleport backwards. That shit blew my mind. He was facing me, <laughs> went backwards. I was like, that ah, motherfucker's hacking. Give me the fuck out. I <laughs>
2: AI Murdoch's pushback is a fart because he doesn't even turn whenever you get blasted. Yeah, back.
0: yeah, it's crazy. It's that millisecond bullet. That's what it is, bro. Get good. Yeah. <laughs> um, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, easy anti cheat is also used in a lot of popular games. Okay. Isn't its not that, that the same one used in Fortnite too? I'm not mistaken. Uh, no,
2: no, I don't know. They do not use the anti. Easy anti-cheat in Fortnite. Uh, Epic has their own system. It is used in a lot of games, though. Pretty sure it's used in Conan Exiles. Um, uh, it's used in, I think, Apex Legends uses uses it. Um, Battlefield oh. uses it. A lot, a lot of games use it. It's a pretty
0: popular anti-cheat software. Yeah, and I'll be honest, it's at least nice to know that it's in there, right? And right. even if a if it's a system, let's say for example, that might not catch everything. Oh yeah, and I, I see in chat people are saying it's using Rust and such. But um oh and they're saying that Epic purchased easy anti-chi. Oh well GG for them, I guess. But even how do I say this? There's never the epic anti-chi. I can't with you, right? <laughs> even if it's one of those things that like, no anti-cheat is going to be able to catch 100% of the cheaters, right? But it's right. an ever-evolving system, ever-adapting system and stuff. It's still at least right. good and nice to see that they have an anti-cheat, especially as Mangoose mentioned a few weeks ago. Especially if they're so focused on having an eSport-centered, um, you know, kind of like, verse, so to speak, like, down the road, right? right? right. So it is nice to see that it's actually in there. Um... Let's go over a few of these bug fixes because I know dude. bug fixes are some of the reasons why people leave, right? <laughs> yeah. Starting off here with the draft fixed an issue is huge causing players to be able to draft dodge without penalty if they did not lock in a hero. I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't oh, do <laughs> It no, but yeah, you guys
3: don't spend time in Gen Chat like I do. Like this is like it is half it was happening so much. It was insane people just doing it and there's nothing happening to them. And it's like getting away with it. I'm surprised. Honestly, as much as I've seen people complain about this, I don't know. I don't know if it was that hard of a bug to fix man. that maybe it was what it was, but I'm surprised it took this long to fix it. Like as much as, as much as people were complaining about it, I think it was something to do because I think they did something. They changed it with the, the uh, free weekend. You didn't want the people coming in and did not knowing what they're doing to get banned. So mm-hmm. they, I think they took it down. And then when they went to implement it back after the free weekend was done, something happened to it, um, and I think that's what caused it. But I could be completely wrong. But
0: that's just I mean, my personal opinion. Yeah, it sounds plausible. I mean, it makes sense too that wanting to like kind of be a little bit lenient because there's such a bunch of new players in there. You don't want a new player to like not lock in or whatever, and then be like, oh, yeah. look, banned for five minutes. Well, yeah. time to give up on this game. So right. I I could totally see that. It definitely sounds plausible. Um, then as far as heroes, so there was an issue going on with all the heroes. There was an issue that some movement speed effects were causing the base movement speed to default to the base movement speed when the ability was first used. Now that I'll be honest, that's a little bit of a confusing sentence in my eyes. (laughs) I'm assuming what that means is if there was a movement ability Implemented of the sorts, right? Like it it would revert you, or if there was, if, if maybe something that boosted your movement speed was used, using an ability would cause it to cancel. Like the one I can think of is, um, help me out support item gives everybody movement speed around you. Oh, uh, holy t- shit, Tiog, Tiog, like Tiog, like it's, or like the Narbash, um, March, for example. Just things that give you accelerated movement Jump. speed, and maybe casting an ability would cause that to go away. That's what I get off of this. Is that what you guys get off of this? Like I don't what know. I
2: get off of it is that that movement speed you first get becomes your base movement speed. So if there's a drop off in the movement speed after that drop off occurs, you go back to the super fast.
0: Oh, so you're thinking maybe it was an issue that people weren't was, slowing but getting slow back. That's now, the way it's were- written.
3: Right, but people. So, so the main the main hero that this was happening with was a sparrow, right? You could buy boots with sparrow, but you're still just going the literally the base movement speed. Doesn't matter wow. if you have boots on. Doesn't matter mm, if you yeah. had a, a movement speed. If you if you put on the cloak that or was it the cloak gives you movement speed? I think it's cloak. Yeah. Movement. Whatever the uh, items give you movement speed yeah. as well. If you did all that stuff, uh, you don't get that benefit. You're literally just doing the base movement speed. Um, also, our, that, our that, our that our sucks. Dater, had an issue where he, uh, he did something. Uh, I think he popped his ball, his shield in a Decker ball or a Decker dome or what you want to call it. Right. And it just gave him instant slow mode the rest of the time, Oof. even, you know, so it was pretty bad. So I'm hoping that that was fixed as well with this movement speed issue. So that could have been something that was causing
0: it as well, but yeah, I can imagine that that probably felt horrible for a bunch of people. So it's good that yeah. it's fixed. Yeah. Um. Then on Kalari... On, wow, I almost said Kalari's name yeah. wrong. Yeah. What is wrong with me today, bro? So Kalari, uh, ass, her assassin's tactic, her passive, fix the double jump sometimes not playing the proper animation and jumping the full distance. Okay, so she wasn't flipping as intended, just maybe look a little right. wonky when doing it. Just the visual thing. That's a nice quality of life thing, right? Um, on Chimera, fix an issue causing silences to stop Chimera from gaining passive stacks. I thought this was intentional, and I thought I thought that was like on that. purpose too. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> like I would silence him to drop his stacks. So like I thought that was totally intentional.
3: Yeah, but the, the, the issue that- with that is, is you can't gain like there, uh, there, there. It literally stops you from gaining it not just for that silence period like for that time like there's like there i can't forever. stopping
0: it oh like at least during die. the team fight or
3: But yeah there was like it literally stopped it not just for the science duration it was stopped until you either back it was maybe you backed or something there was something else that was causing it as well like you're not causing it as well but something else oh. like you're either gonna die to get it
0: to come back or whatever we need tim's and jet if tim's and jet he can let us know what's going on but uh, no, I get you, because it does yeah. specifically say it, it was causing it to him to stop gaining stacks. Not that it took his stacks away, right? So maybe silencing him, taking his stacks away is intentional. But maybe it was just stopping him from being able to regrow those stacks, so to speak, right? Yeah. Then on Narbash, his Song of the pe- of My People, the, his E, fix an issue with the in-game description. I don't think I saw anything specifically. No. Maybe no, I just... I'll be honest. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. When's the last time you read those, bro? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: and that's I the mean, game one. So in game one, does that mean like literally when you're holding, when you're holding is, control,
0: when you're holding, or control it could be in menu, menu too,
3: or is it in the menu when you're in lobby and you're looking at, you know, uh, could,
0: and you shouldn't those both be, alert, be the same?
2: <laughs> Death of Deus. How do you mess up? Move faster.
0: <laughs> I can't.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's true.
0: <laughs> I mean, this is song of my people. This is his heel, though. E, that's his heel. Yeah, that's the one you guys don't use. You guys say that it's, like, pointless Wait, to even have on our best. I, <laughs> I still use it all the time. I still use it all the time. But, yeah, I mean, it could be either or. I have noticed that sometimes... I do notice sometimes in, like, the description in the menu it doesn't necessarily always match 100% the description in-game. Not sure why there's a variance. You know, I I would like to see in both or at least see in the menu like they had in the website, like showing you like, hey, this ability and these are the different, you know, tiers that you can scale up to, et cetera. Or it scales based off of this much. I would like to see just all that detail, at least in the menu.
2: I need to look up his Paragon abilities because I always associate his E with the movement speed. I think that has to be an artifact of Paragon. You sure your keybinds weren't messed up? Maybe. are different? I don't know, but every time
0: I think his E, I think of the speed buff. But that, yeah, you're right. The speed buff is on the queue. I don't know, man. You might have had some goofy ass <laughs> key vines. Because, because is the thing: you gotta remember the. Correct me if I'm wrong, but specifically in Paragon, the average movement ability was like a specific button for most people, unless you were like Graystone and it was your right click. But like for most people movement uh any movement abilities was a specific button Or they tried to keep that as specific and uh, you know to a specific button as much as possible I so i don't think his e was movement speed but it could have been like shit, it's been what five years since we played paragon so who knows maybe somebody can go back and confirm um but then we have phase right now bet go check <laughs> But uh, then we have Faze. During role selection, Faze was showing up for offlane and midlane instead of support. I also thought that was intentional, because they, oh like, they were like they were like mage. I thought I thought they wanted mage Faze, because she came out doing so much damage. Offlane. No, like her ultimate did damage. I thought they were like, well, that's the meta they're trying to do. I don't know. You feel me? Like it definitely needs
3: to be. If anything, if anything, you might be right. That might be intentional, but she still needs to show up on the support tab. Yeah, like she wasn't (laughs) even there. I I literally got into a game. Or I went to go do, I think I went to do an AI match, right? This is right when she gets released, right? So the day she got released, we all played together. We all had a good time and we all took our turns. I never actually played as her because everybody else was playing. So I prefer my ADC anyways, I didn't care. So the next day, the next time I streamed, I jumped into. hey, you know what? I'll jump into an AI match because I hadn't touched AI really. I'll jump into an AI match and I'll learn phase. So I go into AI match and I click support and I'm like,
0: you couldn't find her. It's like, did I not buy her? Did did I not buy her? Like, I went through that shit.
3: You know, because as, <laughs> as partners, we kind of—that's one of the benefits we have—is being partners. Like, here you go. You have the the hero. You know, show off the hero, right? Type of thing. Well, we have. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I didn't. Okay, so I didn't buy her. So was it only free because it was the day of? So like, let me go back. So I literally exited the 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 draft. I'm like, all right, let me exit the draft. Go. Let me go buy her real quick. I'm like. I, why can't i buy her it says that i have her so i go back into the draft i'm like go to she's not in support so i like go i'm like well
0: she here she is in the game i'm like why is she everywhere else but support It threw me off yeah i'll be real i agree with molo in the chat shout out to molo i think it was because they nerfed the mage out of phase because she was more like a mage and they just kept nerfing her and she's like now she's a support because if i would understand. I'm if, argument, instead you know, of that I'm yeah, she still needed to be on the support tab, no matter
3: what. Yeah, I could probably put her on every tab for all I care. But putting her on every tab and not putting her on support, like what? That threw me off.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. all I'm saying. No, nah, for sure, I I don't disagree there. But it, I, it, it was definitely a shock when she wasn't on there. Right, that's why I thought it was intentional. Because if it were one of those things where it's like it doesn't see support, it says mid. Well, maybe it was a misclick. Who knows? Maybe it's just. Like shit like that happens. But when I saw mid and solo, I was like, that feels intentional. <laughs> like that feels directed. Like, I feel like they want a range off lane meta. Change my mind. They're encouraging <laughs> this. Um, yeah, so do I mean, her, her beam does need to be shortened. Like that
3: beam oh. is, is too oppressive.
2: The beam doesn't need to be shortened. The problem right now is that her strafe speed is just as fast while channeling the beam as if not channeling the beam that's a good so point she's to, her movement speed is supposed to be slowed when channeling the beam however she can strafe just as fast as always when channeling the beam i think
3: that's a bug
0: All right, or so, or so slow so her down me, even more put her in beam, molasses
3: too right so for me to dodge the beam i could easily as long as i'm not using an ability i should be able to run out of it but she's able to just keep up with me with well it's,
2: movement. from a support perspective like it used to be in Paragon. It was easy to shut down phases, any other support, because whenever she would start channeling the beam, she would be significantly slowed and easy to hit with pretty much any ability. Almost rooted. Now, in Fault, like it seems like she almost speeds up. Like a good phase will start channeling that beam and start, you know, going all over the goddamn place, where she should be
0: significantly slowed in that strafe animation, and she's not right now. Yeah, I would definitely say if if it is that slowed is being applied properly, they definitely do need to increase that because I feel like as a phase, I can chase somebody down, catch them at the end of the beam, and then while we're both getting slowed, I am significantly catching up to them. Like by a good margin. You feel me? Like I feel like if I'm slowing somebody like that, I should be slowed down almost as much as they can be slowed down but the rest of my team can catch up. Does that make sense? Is that weird?
3: No, no, no that's, yeah. it, it is. I think you're right. I, I think something needs to change with it because that's the thing. Is like, I could like, I can see that a phase is coming and I turn and run and it doesn't matter. I'm caught because that beam, the length of that beam is going to get me, you know, and I'm like, shit. All right? And then, and once I know, once that the beam touches me, I know that their whole team is going to catch me now so it, it's i don't know i i i understand what goose is saying but i still almost think that the range on it still needs to be you know shortened a little bit as well but let's do one thing at a time let's let's fix the the strafing and see if the strafing is is really all that needs to be taken care of
0: and then from there we'll go but like hey man yeah, if her bad. beam is gonna reach that far and if a uh, decker bomb can reach that far make Narbass thunk reach that far change my mind keep the keep the speed Make it a hell of a skill shot. Like if I'm gonna land it that far, I had to lead it by like five feet or some bullshit. But it don't don't tell me that my thunk reaches, carry's auto range basically, while this bitch can poke me from three miles away. Yeah. Now let's go into these items here. Now, apparently Mana Shard, there was a, an issue that was allowing Grim.exe to gain energy from Mana Shard. So that's broken, I'm glad that's fixed. I would've never even thought to test it because I'll be real, I looked at it, I was like, there's no way that works, it shouldn't work. It's not, uh, <laughs> it's it's not mana, it's not gonna work, don't do it. Cause people ask me, it's like, yo, what if I build this? Yeah, you're throwing if you do that, don't do it. Well, apparently it was working, good thing that's fixed. Um, A map issue that was fixed, yeah. uh, there was an issue causing hero outlines to not appear. So now those outlines have been adjusted to where all outlines should be appearing. And then under the structures, there was an issue causing players to get stuck on inhibitor floors on Dawn's side. Now, there's still quite a bit of issues like that that happen throughout the map, right? But I'm glad to see that at least they're starting to iron those kinks out slowly. You get what I'm saying? Right. Like fix this, yeah. like okay. At least we know in hits on Don side are Gucci. Now they right. can move over to move over and fix the next spot. Implement that. Fix the next, and hopefully, you know, it won't take too long. But hopefully, before they start doing an actual full push, they'll have a, a decently prepared and and prepare, uh, you know, like set map that won't have that right. many issues when they do more free to play weekends and such, right? But it's nice to see that progress is still being done so shout out to strange matters on that one now let's get to this balance notes because some of these is where you were saying bearded that you <laughs> yeah let's 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 just get let's just get into the, some of these and what they might mean and let, let's debate them quite frankly because we might have differentiate differentiating oh my god what's the word oh i forgot my english Different. differentiating opinions thank you holy shit or different opinion bro (laughs) english is hard anyway (laughs) so on templar uh the armor granted to nearby allies got increased by one percent protective mana the percent of mana spent that becomes a shield got increased from 15 to 25 that's a good little chunk i can imagine templar on a um a decker it's probably going to feel even better now to be honest um and then on clairvoyant we see all seeing eye perk the percentage of increased vision award gives you got increased from 15 to 25 percent and then the apparatus efficiency perk item cooldown item active cooldown increased from 15% to 20%. 15 those, to 20 percent those 20 yeah I don't know what that means. It's still translated to percentage. Yeah, it, it's, it's like in percentage. in game, it's listed as percentage. I don't know why there's no only one percent in four uh, cent in uh, you know. I don't know oh, why I, there's I, I, there I be I a pick that. that. Was, I, I don't know if
3: it's fifteen seconds to twenty seconds or whatever. Like,
0: no, no, no. no. So, so the the perk itself in game is percentage wise. Okay. Yeah, it's percentage wise because all the actives have a different amount, right? So it's just trying to be fair across the board. But I mean, twenty percent cooldown on your actives you're literally eliminating a fifth of that entire cooldown. And that's massive on on some of those support actives that are like two minutes long. Yeah. I I love the fact that support um, aspects are actually getting some love. Like, these are awesome. I I can imagine that supports might feel a lot smoother or a lot um, better in general with these changes, you know?
2: Now of Temporary course you always took anyways, just any any increase to Templar is a good increase for from a supports perspective. Clairvoyant I've hardly ever used, but I might start using it now because the really? for support are so um
0: yeah impactful. That's yeah, interesting. That if I was building actives, like if I'm building just a hardcore support build, right? Where we have like substitution in there and we had like Teog. We have blessing of the divine, etc. I would always build clairvoyant if I'm doing my trolley support, where I'm like, "Hey man, I'm a Richter. I'm gonna support you by being green." Okay, like I got you. I'm just gonna stand in the way, say less. I, then I would pick it. But what were you gonna say, Bryn?
3: How does all seeing eye work? Does that for every ward on your if you if you have clairvoyant, your team now has 25 percent. No, y- thing, or is it your wards? You wars. place
0: just your right. ward you place. Okay, that's so all at. With Clairvoyant, as a support, you you could, in the original map design where the gold buff was behind the wall, with Clairvoyant, you could place a ward de- dead in the middle and cover middle and both lanes because it, it that increased 15% reached. the increased gotcha. the radius by quite a bit. Now, dude, I'll be real with you. You know what that's interesting? The fact that that's increasing all the way to 25% on vision i wonder if you place a ward right at the stairs how much further is it is it going to alert you that mid lane is coming through there you feel me right like extra 25 percent on that radius or now that you now that you put it if you put it more in the center like
3: put it right almost right with it might um, reach up the stairs gold buff are you going to be are you going to like put it right in the middle of that gold buff are you going to be able to get a good distance on both lanes, instead of having to have one south and one north, can you get a good demand on both sides now?
2: I mean, it's only 10% from what it used to be.
3: Right. No, really. But I mean, is that 10%, 10% bigger going to be?
0: Yeah. I just want to point that out. Yeah. Right. Like the, t- the 10% difference between the two is a nice change. It's nothing too crazy. But the fact that the ward vision overall gets increased by 25% is definitely going to make it more lucrative for people to pick. Mm-hmm. Right. You keep highlighting Dempler, and we're actually talking about oh, third one. I, no. I am sorry. I'm just highlighting <laughs> shit on the screen, bro. My ADD, I'm sorry. Just, what? I'm like, what? We, wait, are we talking <laughs> about
1: Blackboard still or
0: what? No, no, so let's let's talk about one that we've uh, we've actually talked about here for a few oh, weeks. My gosh, this needed to happen. <laughs> and Rogue. Now rogue on the vengeance perk, the base bonus damage dealt got reduced. Now it starts at 20 ends at 160 so they they essentially lowered it early game and they lowered it late game so just overall and a big nerf to the damage that that specific perk of rogue did the cooldown got increased by five seconds to a total of 30. so now you can only proc it every 30 seconds and now the attack window got decreased to two seconds so now for you to proc rogue skill shot well, yeah. Like you remember how we were mentoring, like yeah. with shot with a Murdoch, you can land an auto shotgun and another auto and be able to proc it. But that's more of a skill-based thing. I think right. that that specifically targets things like phase being able to proc it because within those two seconds, she can't get enough hits in. You get what I'm saying? Right. Like, I think the little, that small tweak still allows it to be a skill shot for a lot of players. Like hell, even if you want to throw a B out, go out there and flex and be a Narbash and be like <laughs> basic funk basic. You could still pull that shit off, right? But right. it's more of a skill shot as opposed to free damage for everybody or what seemed like everybody, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was on almost s- passive before, now you have to actually yeah. activate the effective rogue. Right. Yeah, that's what I meant. It's more of more skill involved. It's not just something that just ha- automatically happens to you. And adding another 5 seconds before you can activate it again is a huge nerf. Because that means now you can only do it twice per minute if you time that shit on point. You right. feel me? So it yep. definitely, throughout the course of the game, less times it's being applied is definitely a huge nerf for it. Um, and then on Rogue, cooldown... Uh, on the, I'm sorry, on the Rogue perk within Rogue, cooldown of percent max health bonus damage increase from 18 to 24 so they added a full six seconds to being able to deal the extra damage so overall rogue as a whole cannot be used as frequent that's essentially what we need to learn from this match, from this little update on it right and that's overall a good thing i don't know if the damage numbers are enough of course we're gonna have to see that as a community right i don't know if the duration of two seconds, if it's gonna be right on the sweet spot, is it too much of a skill shot, or should it be too a more of a skill shot? As opposed to like Gideon's passive, for example, right? Like, should it be much more skill shot in oriented? Where it's like, hey man, that if you run rogue, that shit's hard to hit, but if you hit it, it's you're gonna be rewarded, you know. So we'll see. Yeah. But I'm glad that they noticed that a change to rogue needed to be done and that it wasn't just like items doing that difference, right? Even though there are some item changes here. Then as well, for opportunist, the saboteur perk, active trinket cooldown reduction got increased from 30 to 50% cooldown reduction on your trinkets. The radius of true vision increased from 1,500 to 1,800. And then the duration of the true vision increased from six to 10. So now you are a dewarding master. If you're rocking opportunists, do you think, do you think that's going to make it more like more enticing for people to actually run? Like considering you can deward that much because active drink a cooldown. Correct me if I'm wrong. That's like your rad pulse, right? Yeah. Your ad pulse or your stealth items, yep. Your so self, being uh, yeah. So your rad pulse coming up twice as fast, so you can deward twice as fast. That's kind of poggers when it comes down to it. That's that's pretty substantial.
2: This will get better and better the
3: higher skill level you are. Because you, you know, wouldn't. Sorry, but I mean you wouldn't with the with this with heavens opportunists you wouldn't need poles because you literally see everything right is that how that works no no
2: you see everything after you after you've been detected right after you kill after you kill a ward that's when it activates and you get the true vision
3: i thought it was it's, you you get detected you you see the ward and then you're able to destroy it Oh really? Okay. I'll, I'll, All I'll right. Know, well, you know no what? what well, so, so you wouldn't need so you pretty much are the rad You're gonna detect it. Cause putting a rad pulse down for you to detect it and go up and, and kill it, you there would be no, no point for that. So it, this would help your stealth emblem. So you could de- you could definitely it basically you picking this up makes it rad for you. Um you just have to be the active running around rad but
0: you're able to put more I think ward I think we're confusing done. two different items here. I think we're confusing Enlightened Saber and Opportunist, because if I'm not Good. if I'm not mistaken, Opportunist is the one that you need to de ward, and then you get increased true vision. So like, you, I just used my rad pulse, but now as I move up, I can see other wards that my rad pulse might have not caught. Okay. Enlightened Saber is the one where you get spotted. And it gives a pulse detecting shit around you if you were spotted. Okay, that's probably what it but, but they but they are very, very similar in two different ways and that oh. as far as how they work. Um, and then I for am just what you said. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, And then opportunist perk of opportunist the radius of the eye of isolated enemy heroes has been decreased to 1500 units. So, for those of you that don't know, Opportunist gives you basically extra damage in a one-on-one. Yep. But now you have to be even closer. So it's not like, hey, somebody just barely showed up on lean on the side and you lost the Opportunist perk. Like they have yeah. to be actually within basically a carry's basic attack range to that be considered. A radius decrease is a buff. You hardly ever see that. True, right? <laughs> but but yeah this is definitely a buff to opportunists no absolutely and and the fact that they're making the saboteur part even better like it might actually be worth using because you know like before the opportunist perk it was like cool i get the extra damage on a one-on-one but then when people were looking at it it's like warding. they're like yeah it's not that important or it's not that useful you get a good amount of want. vision here it could be a two-on-one if
3: you're if you're a user as if you're a jungler and you gank solo or mid lane as long as there's nobody else
0: with that the opposing mid laner that still is that still helps correct that. as long as there's no other um opposing enemies team. enemies yeah. there and right? well actually i would love correction on that is is it just like that or is it just isolated like as long as it's you two are the only one near I guess I would
3: need I've I I like I'll <laughs> I, I definitely stand corrected, but I the way I understood it is mm-hmm. it's just little of the enemy isolated. It still even says the radius of isolated enemy heroes. Like I think isolated that that's just them not only injured. applying so, enemy heroes. Yeah, you know, basically duo lane
0: would not be an isolated enemy hero. I mean that goes to show you how little opportunists was used ever. Yeah, <laughs> the fact like we're like what the fuck does opportunist do again? Nobody picks that shit. Like I'll be honest with you. I like the fact that all three purple aspects are getting adjusted because it felt like Rogue was the only purple one to pick. And then you could yeah, yeah. You know, ignore the other ones, right? So I'm glad then, that there's so, more that of a up, balance uh, going uh, around.
3: What death, uh, what'd death? you call him? Sorry. Uh, Def- Def- Defideo. Uh, Defideo. All right. Uh, I was going to say Hideo. So yeah. So Defideo oh. uh, says, um, I'd rather have buffs than nerfs. Make everything strong instead of try and make something weaker. Have stuff power creep. That's what they said. I disagree with that because the fact that once you get to a point you just start making everything strong, it takes a lot of the skill out of the game. And a MOBA is supposed to be a real skillful game, you know, uh, a skill strategy game that you're going into. And once you make everything so OP that it just goes in and just who it becomes, then it just becomes to who can, get their um, Who can build faster. faster you know yeah well, I, Who, who's more accurate with their shots
2: I think that's what they did here
0: though they buffed everything except for rogue which they nerfed well I'll be honest with you it almost felt like everything needed buffing because rogue was on the board so I almost feel like I almost wish that they would have just nerfed rogue separately as a hot picks right and then seeing how that affects the overall yeah. meta of the game and then be like, you know what? This needs nerfing, this needs buffing, right? But like almost everybody that was building mage items, everybody building physical damage out, like everybody doing damage that had rogues seemed a little bit too strong. You get me? So I, I almost wish that these would have been in two separate phases or before they actually started implementing some of these, but we'll see how it goes, right? Yeah. Uh, On Aggressor, they adjusted the Mistwalker perk. The bonus movement speed when you go through fog walls increased to 12%, and then the duration increased to 4%. So we're seeing... Four seconds. I'm sorry, four seconds. Thank you. Sorry. (laughs) Amen, bro. My brain's broken today. Confirmed. (laughs) It's the cheese. Where's your head at, bro? It's the cheese, bro. It's the cheese. Um, Uh... But yeah, so... that's not bad because as we know aggressor also gives the extra move extra damage when you're on the enemy's enemy half right yep but now you're able to gank faster basically going through fog walls you move faster and you last an extra second bro like a chimera with extra movement speed where for an extra second that's nutty bro it's- I watched a chimera, not with this, because this is this is
3: before this patch. But I watched a chimera with the aggressor chasing somebody down one of the outer lanes, right? And they were running, and so. They stepped into the fog wall real quick and stepped right back out and got that movement speed and yeah. just like it was. I'm like, I'm like, holy shit! I'm like, they literally chased him down that way. I'm like, all right, let's go. I was, I'm like, I think, all right, we're not, we're not catching these people. He did that. I'm like, oh
1: shit! Bro,
0: aggressor and phantom up. blade catch people real fucking quick when you're chasing, yeah. bro.
2: I've been saying for a while that aggressor is one of the most underrated. You have aspects out there. Um keep in mind that this that the movement speed does depreciate so <coughs> yeah it's 4 seconds more but it drop the movement speed does drop off a bit it's not like you get all that movement speed for a full 4 seconds yeah
1: so yeah, it's just it is, this it's, is it's just
2: better this is just better than was yeah.
0: before yeah. and then
2: it
3: does, it does get like you start off it's like max whatever movement speed and at uh for one to one second and then two seconds it's at 75 percent. like gradually tapers tape. off yeah it, it tapers off to the then at the end of the
0: four seconds you're at your normal movement speed that you're at before you hit that fog wall yeah but even even and adding that extra seconds i put up. yeah but having it having it taper off by like 25 percent at a time is way better than having it taper off by 33 percent per second right like that's still a really really nice change to it. Now I wonder if people are going to start using aggressor more, like they were before, or are they going to still try to use rogue as the extra damage? Because before everybody when their mother was running aggressor, they just they would always invade, they would always be try to pick a fight on their half, etc. And because they wanted that extra damage, now that there's <clears throat> excuse me, arguably two purple aspects to give you extra damage i wonder which which one people are going to go for more why the not both purples you could since technically there isn't an official jungle buff that you need like what beast hunter used to be you technically right. could just go for the extra damage and the movement speed and it <laughs> just try to yellow that shit i guess right
3: <clears throat> i mean i could see a Kalari really being uh taken, you know effect with both of these items
0: yeah, taking advantage. I could see that. Yeah, yeah, advantage, that effect. Nah, you're chilling. Hey. I'm getting Windu Brand. I didn't even eat cheese. Hey, man, it's uh, it's, con- <laughs> it's contagious, clearly. <laughs> Careful. I think I heard myself sneeze a bit ago. We're in trouble. <laughs> uh, yeah. So on Titan... Titan fixed, dude. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I had mixed feelings about this one. So on Titan, the reactive rejuvenation perk, total health regen after taking damage from an enemy hero, was increased... So basically, they increased the flat amount that you get. It, it, it Before it scaled, it was a flat 5 region that you got, plus 1% of your missing health over 10 seconds. Now, it's a flat 6, so the base amount got increased. And plus 5% of your missing health over 10 seconds. That's a lot of region. Mm-hmm. 5% of your missing health, and of course, it, it really depends on who you're playing, but... Individuals like Grayson that already you're capitalizing on region because of their passive and stuff I don't necessarily see why that was needed I didn't uh, to count
2: to counter the ranged offline meta To counter people mm.
0: in the offline <clears throat> Okay, so you think this is a direct answer to that like anybody that wants to play I melee?
2: I really think so. It, it makes it so much stronger now. Um, already with Greystone, with his changes i was able to take out most mages like morgash or belliker or what or what or, or gadget in the offlane sometimes i was able to pretty much destroy them with graystone but if they took like grim or something um even with disarming them i was still getting burned down pretty quick
0: i could see that so i think yeah. that's what this is it's substantial i wonder how it's actually going to fare in teamfights because i can imagine in team fights here that's going to add a good little chunk of region. Oh yeah. Or like a chimera that decides to run titan in the middle of a team fight when he leaps in. That's a a little chunk of re- extra region that he's going to have. So huh. we'll see how that goes, right? Um it's going to
3: be I, like you said like Megu said I I, I agree with you that it's, it's to help uh combat the ranged offlane uh meta that's going on. But let's say you got a graystone versus a quang is it going to be you know like uh, is it going to be a, a a must get you know as you go like i mean if i go up against a graystone uses titan and i'm a quang am i going to actually be hurting because i didn't grab it like is it going to be like a, i have to grab this so it's going to it is is. be the off lanes this is going to be off lanes you know rogue yeah sense
0: i think it already is like as far <laughs> you know, as sustainability think, yeah
3: just submit it but I think that's a problem in the game, though, like the, you shouldn't have a rogue like situation. You shouldn't have something that this is a
0: must to get. You should have like ace have was three. for carries, for example. Now yeah, you have to you or you have all of these uh, uh, aspects. aspects and you're forced you to pitch. choose one in a specific role. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Like I don't think that, that it needs something needs to happen to where that's not. a thing. this can be a quick fix. For something or like a band aid for the range meta for now, but I think there needs to be something to where this is not a hey, this is a must to go to.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe that's going to be more of a player base and meta sort of vibe, right? Because if the as the player base grows, maybe range offlane won't be as common. Like for example um and you can you can do it even in, in many other MOBAs like everybody knows when you, when you have somebody go range offlane, it's aids it's as a, you need a skill set to be able to combat it right but it's not anything that's ever going to go away now i do like the fact that if you guys remember in the draft screen you can see the enemy team after the draft screen you can see what the enemy is picking, what they got. If you literally sit there and you're like, hey, they literally have only one person that could either be Jungle or Offling. Time to grab Titan, right? But if you see a Chimera and a Graystone on their team, it's like, hey, you know what? This might be one of those games where we don't grab Titan. Maybe we can be a flex a little bit. But at least I like the fact that there is... That option to to combat it, if that is what it's for, you know what I mean, <clears throat> right? But um, yeah, I mean, I, well, I guess we'll see how it goes. If it's a little bit too overtuned, right? But I'm not I'm not mad against it. If, if me using other perks, I can still easily kill a Graystone. Like it, I'm 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 okay if this region helps them, but not if it carries right. them. Does that make sense? So we're gonna have to just no, wait and see.
3: Yeah. Like if if this makes them too, too strong or, or like, you know, just unbeatable that that's an issue. And and I agree with you. Um, I just, so yeah, I I hope that doesn't make that a a thing as well. Um, But yeah, if it just helps them with the range off lane, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely okay with it. I just think in the future we got to do something to where it's not, a must pick, you know. Yeah. All these aspects should be good picks. If you go, if you go with this pick, you're good. You know, there shouldn't be a if you pick this, you're inting, and there shouldn't be if you don't pick this, you're inting. Yeah, that should not be a thing. You should be able to pick any of these. You know, I mean, now you know, in your role, you know, you know, there's role specific ones. You know, obviously, if you're going offline, you're picking all white. Well, you're inting. You know, that's that's you know, that's a different situation. You know, like. But you,
0: you, you say know. that, but if you're Mirror All, like, aha. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, I, I guess we'll see, right? I and mean, we got to remember also that the meta is established by the players, mainly. Like, when people try stuff, when they experiment, they're like, yo, this is good. And that's why, why it's called meta, because it's better than the other options, right? Well, so there's, al- uh, there's always going to be a meta.
2: And part of the problem with yeah. the ranged offlane being so prevalent is because people fucking just quit so goddamned early in all the games because the advantage of taking a bruiser in your offlane is that late game you have an extra tank and sustain and you can actually win that late game but people now are like oh the offlaners tower went down fucking f1 you know <laughs> like, Yeah.
3: well <clears throat> so there's there was a range offlane meta They've, we've had that for a while now but there recently and we were talking about it the last partner panel there's also a like multiple adc meta and that actually got fixed and we'll get farther into it you know we'll talk more about that as well um but yeah like so with this Titan thing I'm I'm okay with this Titan fix I just like I said I just don't want it to be a a must like a must pick you know is it meta yes you know like is you know is this certain hero the meta pick but can I also pick this hero and still be able to win the game yes. Just because something's meta doesn't mean it's a a hey must that's you know meta and must are not you know uh sim similes similar whatever um yeah you know, they're not like that
0: they don't english is hard. Synonymous. yeah so, am i the None. only fucking one on this panel that speaks english bro and you're from virginia i'm worried
3: i'm speaking english i just don't have that <laughs> big of a lexicon that i can use all these words all right yeah but you know lexicon I was only taught Scott this last year, so don't either.
0: I didn't about know it to, before that. Hey, man, I'm about to just start eating my Frosted Flakes and open the dictionary, bro, because I'm, I'm my brain is fried right now, clearly. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's move on here towards uh, some of the hero changes that they made. So on Greystone, his right mouse button... I also known as assault the gates. The leap time got reduced by thirty three percent. Correct me if I'm wrong. That's basically just speeding up the animation, right? Like how long he's, he's in the air. I took it. Yeah, that's the way I took it. Okay. Like he's literally. Going, he's gonna. Yeah, he there. just lands faster. Okay. Yeah, that's what I figured from that one.
3: Which um, is good, in my opinion, because there's times that like you literally he jumps and you're like, where the fuck did he go? And then all of a sudden yeah. he's running away. Like I just looked that way, he wasn't there. You know, and it's like some bitch. I was about to
0: say every time he's every he's time somebody so says where the fuck did he go, it's because he juke the fuck out of us, a hundred percent. It's like I literally just did a three sixty. Where is this bitch? It's like oh, there he is. He like leaped on the ledge and then walked away or some shit. But um,
3: Yeah, i hundred percent. Three percent of his time was in the air. Still, yeah. you're looking and he's still flying. You're like okay, and then he lands.
0: That's yeah, I guess there's no I guess he did have a little bit of floatiness to him when he did go yep. up in there. A quality of life change overall, for sure. Um then on Murdoch his shield push targets affected by his right mouse button are pushed quicker. So the same distance, same cast time, but instead of just slowly getting pushed back, they reach the end result of the push faster. Yep. Now I don't think that's a bad one. I think that definitely helps against like Kalari's that can close that gap again. Because before Kalari could dash forward mid push, right? Like she didn't have to like go through the full push animation. Now she might actually fully get pushed before realizing like, fuck, okay, now I got to dash. So little things like that, I could totally see it. Another quality of life change. Now Richter. Man, Richter, Richter, Richter. Let me preach on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just let me just read it out. So his chain pull his right mouse button. The hitbox got increased in size by two hundred and thirty three percent. It went from fifteen units to thirty five units. It's now halfway between its original size and the previous size. Can I just say I was a okay without knowing the two hundred thirty three percent? I did not <laughs> I need to know that's that. I think I
3: needed to let you know that this was a big fucking increase.
2: <laughs> but it's still
0: not as big as it used to be. I mean, bro, I'll be honest, I don't need the percent. When I look at 15 and 35, it's like, oh, it's more than double now. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. I just okay. think I just
3: think but, that's a funny dramatic but change. That statement of that it's halfway between what its original size and previous size, like that's
2: crazy. That's, that's more interesting. How big was yeah. the previous size? Yeah. I I really think they missed the mark here. Joy of playing Richter is hitting a hard to land skill shot. The problem and fault was that it moves way too goddamn slow. Mm -hmm. Like I don't want
3: an easier shot to hit. it's,
2: It's not the size of the chain. It's how you use it. They needed to speed that shit up, not make it bigger. I don't disagree. People can like look at even, even with me using, I use quick cast on Richter. I don't. I don't fucking walk towards people like that, you know. I just right. can whip that chain out. People can still have enough reaction time to where, when they see the start of that animation, they can sidestep it. They sidestep where, wherever they're going. That was a big problem because of the the how fast it goes. Just making it bigger, that just uh, I don't know. It kind of it kind of hurts my heart a little bit because I want it to be a hard to hit skill shot, but I want I just want it to move faster so that people can't just fucking always juke it.
0: Yeah, it does. It does kind of feel like a like a change for like they change the wrong thing for the wrong reason. Right. Like, because I I, I, needed some love, his pole needed some love for sure. Yeah, yeah, but a harder to hit shot that was is faster, definitely
3: yeah I, like I, ever since they they made it slower they like, i can't they, well, they slow they slowed it down i can't remember the number when they, when buy they, a the shit match, when they put it yeah. up. they slowed it down and i'm like you gotta be fucking kidding me like that they you might as well put it to fucking you know brakes on this thing like crazy like you i mean now you know, is there an issue where than fucking neo can dodge fucking bullets all right it's so
0: easy <laughs> to, do really to was there an issue where you would hit somebody with a pole and it just wouldn't register like yeah, the Narbas dunk. That's the other thing they need to change
2: is client side hit registry favors the person on the other end of the chain, whereas it should favor Richter. It should favor the person throwing it. So you can get a hit marker on your screen, but if it if they weren't if on exactly their side, it, yeah, if their side it didn't hit, it doesn't pull them. I think things like that are good for like, uh, like a like Belica's void bomb. Like sometimes it sucks when you can tell you're clearly out of it, but you get hit anyway.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: That's because it favors Bellica. Like, why doesn't the chain favor the player? Um, the, the caster? I don't Ooh. know. That that's the two things that need to be changed. The speed and the hit registry.
3: Does this but does this change that? Does sorry, my no. my, my head's like, a coming.
2: No, this doesn't change it at all.
0: Yeah, like as far as the they're prediction right. goes welcome back right
3: so <laughs> but does the does the hitbox is this the client side hitbox is now bigger so like now that it gets hit like they they're now going to register it it's not no, no, registering their
2: end no no it doesn't matter how big it is you're still going to it's just like with with grux's pull like it doesn't matter how wide it is or or whatever it's just if the person is in it or not you know it's still going to favor the person where if, if it looks like on their screen that they're not in it, they're not going to get hit. If it looks like on your screen that they are in it, they're, they're not going to get hit because it doesn't look like that way on their screen. You know what I mean? It's just the client side prediction needs to favor the the player casting the ability, not the person getting hit by the ability, I think, for
0: especially maybe, for Richter. It maybe maybe that's sense. their answer yeah. to it. Maybe that's their answer to it. By increasing the hitbox size, maybe in their eyes, they're like, hey, so what if we can't necessarily make the client prediction better but if we increase the hit size the hate the, the hitbox size right at least on the player escaping's end there's less error for question maybe now it'll be like oh he definitely pulled you because that's his hitbox yeah maybe that's their way of fixing that side
2: but from from a psychological perspective i hate it that People are now going to look when I hit a Richter pole, and they're going to be like, "Well, of course you fucking hit it. It's two hundred thirty three percent bigger." <laughs> like that pisses me off. But uh, uh, I, I, mean, I get that. It's another problem with Richter. Still
3: a skill shot, though. You know, to argue against what you just said there, because of the speed of it, it is so slow. It's so easy to dodge, hitbox or not. Like, yeah, you, you know, that's so. It still makes it a skill shot. Now, it's just not the skill shot in the act of uh, you hitting, or you like aiming down. Like, it's just because, you know, that target, if a target's not moving, you're right. This is, it made it so much easier. But if that target knows that you have a, you're a Richter and you're, hey, if you're playing against a Richter and you think that there's any chance that his pull is up, you have to be moving and ready to move, you know? Or if you're a Grim, you got to be ready to pop that fucking shield, right? to To, to dodge that. And uh, so it is still easy to do with how slow it goes, and I think that's where they—they, they, I agree with you—they missed the mark, and they should have used the speed up. Maybe, maybe if the if this is their fix for that client side hit registration, then maybe instead of you know, bumping up from fifteen to thirty five, maybe bumping it to twenty for twenty or twenty five, but still increasing the speed a little bit as well, because that's what needs to be done over it.
2: Yeah, we'll see. Well, I mean, the, the main problem with Richter right now is it's like you're, it's like you're playing D&D and you're rolling dice against somebody's AC if you're
0: going to hit that hook. Dude, you're ball not ball. wrong. <laughs> you roll the you dice roll. like, oh, too roll. bad you didn't that get enough. Goes,
2: like you're aiming right here. That chain goes over here. And it's
0: like, what yeah. the hell just happened? <laughs> nope, You're right. You're not wrong. Yeah, I definitely think this wasn't a necessary change. But maybe like I, like I was saying, maybe it's just their way. To help get Richter to a more comfortable spot until they fix some of the underlying issues, because it could it could be out. a Band-Aid. right? To we we, uh, we gotta we gotta ask Pappy what he thinks about it a week from now. Yeah, I know. Right? We'll see will see, we'll see how well, that no, goes. You know? oh no, he trusts me. He will. He will. Now, Steel, good amount of changes here on his steel, Shield Charge. His Q cast time got reduced from 0. 0.4 seconds to 0.25 seconds so he cast it significantly faster now uh the charge speed got increased by 20% as well so now he actually traverses at a faster rate Good wow that's that's actually kind of nutty like you're you're gonna see the shield bat the shield dash it's less likely to see coming and it'll happen faster so it, it's more like a more like a surprise ability now right So that's gonna be interesting, probably harder to dodge if you don't see it as coming as easy, right? And then on his force barrier, his passive, now there were changes here. So on his passive, the maximum stacks were reduced from 10 to five. Energy armor granted per stack was increased, arguably doubled. Well, not arguably, it was doubled, right? So now it starts off at eight energy armor in the beginning. And it scales all the way up to 16 energy armor per stack now i'll be let me well actually let me finish reading this before we talk about this steel passive here but also instead of all stacks being removed at the end of the stack duration only one stack is removed at a time stack durations last three seconds so it's an interesting change instead of just like hey After you got all those stacks, they all disappear. Now they gradually go away, depending on how many stacks you were able to get. Like if you were affected that much by like CC and stuff like that, right? You are now, at least for a period of time, going to have those increased stacks. I like that. I'm okay with the stacks amount being doubled. You can get the max stack amount. Has been cut in half to five. I'm okay with that too, right? But the argument could still be made that Steel still has probably the worst passive in the entire game. What do you think? I don't understand his
3: passive at all. Not one bit do I understand his passive. So I can't comment on that in any good way. So I'll, I'll go, yeah. I think it's what? the worst passive. <laughs> it's a passive I don't even understand. I, mean, I get nothing out of this. So, um, so let me see if I can break it down. In deep into his past. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I go wanna, ahead. Because I want to talk about his shield charge, right? Yes. What I don't like about Steel's shield charge is the fact that he is invincible during it at every aspect, right? There's no stopping him when he's invincible. Like, I, I get him being invincible and in his shield, right? The whole point of it is his shield is blocking him, right? But if you're behind him, you should be able to stop him, right? So I think that's
0: something that needs to, you know, he should only be... Invincible. Oh, like a Basically. like a one-way. That yeah, makes sense. That I really mean, that would make sense as far as like animation goes. Like shit from yeah. him coming at the shield gets stopped. But if you're yeah. behind him and throw a CC at him, it might still stop him.
3: Yeah, like if I if my decker's behind him and he's trying to shield bash me, you know, or shield charge me, you know, she throws that decker bomb at him, they he stopped, you know, Be- like and he got hit because
0: he she's on the other side right. of the shield. That's probably a little bit harder to code. But i don't disagree that that would be a nice quality life change overall um but the the,
3: the speed in you know that the, the the fact that he's able to do that faster and it will the the cast time is faster and and the charge speed is even faster and he's invulnerable for it like or invincible during it, it that that makes that ability even crazier like that's like one of my least favorite abilities his shield bash i understood it you know but like that one, like the one good thing about the shield charge is the fact that it was at the speed it was. You, if you knew it was coming and you were at the max length, you were able to sidestep it. Like, okay, yep, I'm not going to get hit by this. You know, but other than that, it's like, damn it, here we go. This is what's <laughs> like, and now it's, you're pretty much, it. I I want to see how I, I can't, I, you know, it was my first time seeing it. I haven't played it yet, but I'm, I'm a worried that it's going to be like almost a guarantee, like once he does it you're you know once he's in the animation you're there's no getting out of it
0: yeah see i i agree with what mike said in the chat i i feel like this is more of a band-aid of like hey let's make melee supports a little bit more relevant by making their abilities harder to predict or whatever right but i still i like melee melee supports definitely need a little bit of love as far as you know like being able to And against range ones like uh, how do what do you guys think about if they decided to input items that like specifically were like hey if you're a melee hero it gives you this effect if you're a range hero it gives you that effect just on a little side note how would you guys feel about that
3: that'd be cool it'd be hard to do but it'd be cool
0: say it again sorry like an item that gives you different effect based off of whether you're melee or ranged
3: uh yeah yeah bring it in like i'm all about it like i'm all about item diversity and and things that you know they and they started doing that with these items they uh they brought out with 14 you know like the the adaptive items and that's what it would be it'd be adaptive adaptive to be either range or adaptive to be melee you know you have the adaptive energy and adaptive physical power you know like it's gonna give you this uh, it's gonna give you this much energy power if you're energy or it's gonna give you this much physical power if you're physical you know so
0: i'm all about it i think that'd be great yeah and and like and we already in like you said we are they already introduced adaptive power so maybe there's a chance to introduce skills or buffs based off of that adaptive power you feel me yeah because a a card can give you power but based off of what you're building or, or i mean it could give you one effect or the other and same thing if it's melee or range just an idea for down the road but, um, so to kind of explain the passive here to you, right? And correct me if I'm wrong here, guys. Heal's passive is whenever he gets hit by hard CC, he gains a stack of energy armor. Great example would be if he gets knocked up by Bellica, it's safe to assume that the bomb is coming next, right? He gets energy armor to prevent uh, extra damage from that bomb, like to help mitigate it, excuse me. So the way that they reworked it is now he can only get up to five stacks. Each stack gives him even more scaling um, uh, armor. armor. Excuse me. Like, so I say he's level one, right? And he gets stunned twice back to back. So he just got 16 energy armor for free. But the way that it works is that stack duration, it's the last three seconds now. And then each stack falls off one by one every three seconds. So if he just got hit, great example, Steel-Wombo-Combo. That's a good two to three piece of hard CC, right? Like a Steel hitting another Steel. Now he has three stacks that are slowly fading away three seconds at a time, going from 24 Energy Armor to 16 to 8 to 0. But... Every time a stack gets increased, he adds more energy armor mitigating the extra incoming damage. So I think it's pointless still because the majority of damage that's going to fuck you up is physical in this game. This is, this is a, this is a passive that literally only works against casters and supports, right? Now argument could be made. They're the ones that usually
3: have the stuns, right? Yeah, the, the 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 hard CC. They're the ones that usually have the hard CC.
0: But I mean, it still would fit great if it was a hard CC meta. We have too many characters that don't even have CC in their kit. You feel me? I feel like he's in a spot like Severog. It's almost like his kit is doesn't match ball and the and the speed at the what the games are going. Like what, what are the likeliness
3: he's got? Yeah, go ahead. You you pretty much could just build instead of, it kind of helps your, your builder. You can build more physical armor, you know, to, to avoid uh, all of that what's happening because you're going to get those energy armor stacks when you're CC'd, you know, because if you're not CC'd, you're able to avoid the, the physical damage a little easier. Right, but if you're CC'd, it's uh, you're literally vulnerable. You're you're this big orange fucking shoot me
0: cone, you know. And so it, it's but it only it, gives you energy it. too. So you're saying right. as, as right, an energy steel person should build physical more, right? Accounting so for the building, fact that they'll get energy
3: building uh, uh, energy, are you know like what is that kind of the uh, bail armor? Getting bail armor and you mantle, right? That gives you energy and and physical. You could do now build. Uh, bail armor and blood, and and give you more, even more physical to help when you are CC'd. And that that ADC is just gunning down on you because the, you know, the Decker bomb CC'd you, right? But that you're not getting the energy damage done by anything else that Decker's throwing you as well or if a Gideon comes over and drops a rock on you you know you got the energy armor, you know because you're, you're stuck there in the a team fight like you, you literally get CC'd you're literally just standing there you know and, and you're the easiest target to hit and so that
0: energy armor will help with that but you build physical armor will get you know to help oh side note uh correction 14 times just put it in the chat and thank you 14 times for the correction. Um it's not that he gains he, uh the stacks whenever he gets CC'd. Yeah he cool he he, 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 he gains he gains a stack when he cc's somebody else. Oh so every time he lands a CC, he now has that stack for three seconds. So if he ults you and then shield bashes you to stun you in place, like okay. back to back, that's two stacks he just applied to himself of energy.
1: And-
3: then I agree. with Then I, if that's the case, then I completely agree with you. The fact that this is only energy armor, uh, it really is not. It needs to be, well, I, you can't really make it adaptive. It, something needs to have a physical because especially if you're using steel in the duo lane and you jump in, because a lot of his, all of his CC, you literally have to be in range of any
0: ADC in, in range I of anybody even melee game. if you, if you want to do damage uh, yeah. you have to be in melee range
3: right. but i mean if you're if you're if you're that close to any melee character a shield bash a shield charge you know uh, and all you can literally you know it's it's easy to stop them from hitting you you literally have to land right on top of that uh adc because they're able to hit you from a distance. So you have to get to them. So that, and they're the ones that are gonna be doing the physical armor or the physical damage, not the energy damage. So those are the ones that you really need to worry about the most, I would believe. Especially
0: if you're running support steel. I'll be honest, especially with um, items like Sword of Souls out there. And this is extremely irrelevant. Now, I think it would be cool if it did give him physical, and energy stacks. Like, you get me? Like, if a steel lands two stuns and now he has 16 physical armor added, I'm not mad at that. Especially because late game, it's not as much of a difference, right? Like, for example, let's say you're midway through the game and he's getting 12 per stack. He got 24 physical armor for six seconds, right? Because they fall off one at a time. So okay. 24 physical armor for three seconds and then he has 12 physical armor for eight for the next three seconds. Yeah. Yep. So I don't think that would be that much impactful. And, you know, in the mid game, once you're already two, three items deep in the carry, you get me, but it, it'll at least help him survive. I, don't know, but... I think I think
3: that time might need to be adjusted a little bit. I think because three seconds is a good, good amount, That's a good amount of time. time. You know imagine you know imagine uh uh grace and that the the disarm that he's got you know that that one second of disarm does quite a bit you know um so that three seconds of you know being having that armor is is pretty pretty decent so yeah
0: maybe realistically that, that the fight might be so over before all his stacks yeah. go away yeah right.
3: So maybe just have three seconds down to two seconds or whatever, you know, that, you know, drops down or something. It would
0: it, there would have to be some balancing to it. Yeah, but oh, somebody you know, in chat brought it up. What if they kept the old values, starting at four, ending at eight, max max value for physical, and then starting at eight, ending at sixteen for energy? So you get double the energy armor and less physical armor, but it at least makes it valid for everybody. i know. I
2: think there's a problem right now in fault with support, melee supports, Mm -hmm. because you want to be able to tank with them, but you're never in in an economy position where you can afford the items you need at any point in the game to be an effective tank. You're always going to be behind. Um, I think they need to lower the cost on some of the support specific armor items, not bell armor, because then you're just lowering the cost on bell armor for like graystone or everybody. Soul or somebody, you know yeah. I mean? Yeah. But stuff like that, that, that they necessarily don't usually take, maybe lower the cost on that. I don't know. I don't know how they solve it for real. It's, it's a problem. It, it kind of always has been a problem. But like, can
3: they, I mean, I could see it be an issue because then you have people like uh, uh, graystone taking white items, but can you make, white items that are are you know a little higher armor but doesn't benefit uh, a solo laner you know like give it you know give give it other things that you know if you're using this item yeah whatever you know like maybe subs get you know put put armor on subs like there's no point for a solo leader well, to have subs but i, mean, I don't know that's
0: yeah like that it, item either way but like is there yeah i mean you it, do like that you know what i was thinking i was thinking what if they did unique items that are accessible based off of the crest that you started with or based off of the item that you started with, the, the starter item overall. Right. Like if we started off with the spell book in mid. What if you have an option to instead to, you know, buy an an item or two just because you own the upgraded version? Does that make sense? Like if you own it, like if you own an upgraded bangle, now you have the option to buy these cool so these extra support items that are only unlocked after you upgrade a bangle oh I like the
2: idea that uh mike just put in chat evolving support items how, it, how, as you do support tasks it helps you obtain something so when you see like when situation. you cc someone it yeah. upgrades something whenever like it would be nice to based one, off of assist and stuff actually ping somebody but that no because that wouldn't work because then you could
0: just it'd be better throw, for dewarding yeah just throw a ward down right <laughs> in the middle of the lane and it would just be constantly revealing people um it'd be yeah, better it like if you deward team. somebody as a support like if you have a support item dewarding gives yeah. you a stack or something but i mean mike brings
3: and up their, a great, great point re- that would be great as well though because then it would it would it, it would help the new people to understand to deward valley of it warding is a great thing obviously we talked about that last episode right we want to do anything to encourage people to ward right so we're encouraging people to ward by you know by doing these things but then doing something like that encourage them to de-ward um it would be you know it just kind of helps increase warding situation
2: how about this like you gain stacks towards like a progressive quest level but if you last hit a minion when your carry is within a,
0: a certain radius it takes you, you're gonna say it takes it away
3: it takes it away.
0: <laughs> Every time you get a kill, you lose five stacks. What, if you get an assist, you gain five stacks. Le you get a kill while
3: your ADC is right next to you? A kill is fine. Sometimes
2: oh, you gotta Goose, get a kill. Goose would say that. Yeah, Goose would, right. True.
0: He would say that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> There's
2: never a reason why the support should be taking a minion last hit whenever their
0: ADC is there, unless they're- Oh, we got bangle now, I was about to say this. Yeah, unless you're using bangle,
2: but- Right. Sometimes you need to kill somebody before they kill your ADC. Like that situation does arise. No,
3: well, it's fine. Yeah, I'm just giving you. I was only joking. Yeah. The way you, when you and me play together, there's a good chance that probably three of my kills. Three of your kills should have been mine. If, but
2: if you would just shoot faster, I
0: mean <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now Mike brings up a great point. And I guess I, I see both sides of the argument, but I don't agree with the fact that mages. Have an item that inv- evolves passively based off of stats skills etc solo laners have that item mid laners I mean, i'm sorry uh, mages solo laners which is the sustain the t armor etc and then the t bow which is for carries and such they also have an item but the ones in the game that are the furthest behind an economy have to pay for their upgrade they don't get a yeah. passive upgrade <laughs> yeah the supports are the only ones that don't evolve automatically you have to go in there and spend 800 gold that you just busted out your ass the last half hour getting to three thousand gold like
2: <laughs> and it's yeah. something that you can't affect <sighs> Like if your ADC sucks and they're not getting last hits, there's not shit you could do about that. Because if you start last hitting, you're just setting them behind.
0: You're just you're not playing. You're making it worse. Correctly. Yeah. So yeah, right. this is support life, man, it's a rough one. <laughs> but but I definitely feel like evolving support items, like Mike was mentioning, that would be are, cool. would just be good for everybody. Quite frankly, yeah, sure they can tune the values and stuff, like make it a decent amount of stacks that you can get since it's passive you you feel me make them have to earn it with that especially now that they have stacking items they have a little bit more experience with stuff like that right i'm sure they can find a balance but i i definitely don't think support should have to pay to upgrade their starter item should they increase the gold drip for a support i don't think they can i think the gold drip goes for everybody and that's why they have those items to help give them extra gold to help compensate it'd be cool to see an item that specifically gives you more gold or assists yeah i'd like, like to see that like you get me like somebody that's trying to get kills probably won't build it but if you're like but a support or if you know for example you're gonna go a jungle tank they might even build that you get what i'm saying because they know they're not going to be the damage dealers but Being able to get more gold for an assist and less gold for a kill, that would actually be kind of crazy. Like, imagine if you would have got, let's just throw a number, 300 gold for killing that hero. But because you had this item, if you killed them, 30% less gold if you got the kill. But 30% more gold if you got an assist.
2: Yeah, I like that. I would also like... um. Like this, like we're talking about the questing evolving support stuff. Like damage taken, I think should should affect that. Because That would encourage supports to actually stand in front of their carry and, and to peel,
3: take,
0: to take yeah. the shots for them. Yeah, supports yeah, definitely need more that. love. It would just be how how to go about it, and then how to, and then how the community re- uh, receives it too, because they might make a change that might be good for the long term of fall. But if they make that change at the wrong time, you know, we, we could go down the list of changes that didn't necessarily fit, like the fountain movement, uh, off rip whenever it changed back in the day, right? Like after 20 minutes, you get increased movement speed. Everybody's like, the fuck is this for? I don't get it. But now it, it, it's not even noticeable, quite frankly. So now it, it's just a normal quality thing. So it, it also comes down to how the community perceives it, how they adapt to it, etc. But yeah melee supports definitely need to change but let's speak of a melee jungler slash solo typically at least right grux his charge his e dash speed increased by 67 fucking percent <laughs> my boy's gonna be zooming through there dun, dun, dun. right fucking stomping through that bitch it's not gonna be tuning Yeah. (laughs) There he's done. (laughs) Now they, they increased the range by a hundred units as well. And then the knockup cast time got increased ever so slightly from 0.25 seconds to 0.20 seconds. So that's more of a little quality of life change, but it's going to happen a lot quicker, by the way. Well, sorry, reduced. So it it got better. Sorry, (laughs) but, uh, but the dash itself, like the speed and the range that's pretty substantial. I'm, I'm actually surprised that they didn't adjust speed, range, size, whatever of his pull. But they did of his dash. I find that interesting because I thought his pull was going to get more love before his mm-hmm. dash would.
3: What? So all of these things. So Greystone, his leap time is reduced. So he's going to he's, he's he leaps faster. Murdoch, his shield push. It, it, it's quicker uh richard sebastian so shield uh steel his his shield charge is faster grux his charge is faster why
0: why are all these things it's getting enough. speed love i think that these are all subtle changes to make it feel like the pace of the game is faster like you get me when you're in the moment and farming and you start a battle or whatever if an animation takes a bit to go off if it's slow it gives you the feeling that the game pace is very slow right but if you're still farming the same amount of minions over time or whatever but when you cast abilities they happen even faster it makes you feel like you can make more impact in a shorter amount of time so it a then it currently comes down to hey the laning phase is slow but when we're fighting and duking it out and doing shit that shit happens in an instant those fights are quick You got to be on point. You got to have quick reactions, quick reflexes. So maybe it's just to overall speed up the way, the pace of the game, the way the game feels. That's the only reason I can think for doing all these changes. Either that or jump or movement platforms are coming now. And if you step on it, you get increased movement speed and you're like a fucking hot wheels going down the track.
2: Yeah. And then there's question boxes in the air and you run over them and then you get a turtle shell hell yeah
0: (laughs) we call that the steel buff uh but no i mean that's honestly the only thing i could think of quite frankly now let's go over some item changes that they did i am loving what i'm about to say here the critical strict type, Oh, my God. Here I go again with this fucking English. This crit, critical strike chance of adrenaline shot. Devour's Blade and Cloak of Fortune all got reduced from 25% to and now. Jar of Hearts 20% excuse me. And Jar of Hearts. And, I'm and sorry. Titan Slayer and, and Titan, Titan Slayer. Slayer and Titan Slayer
3: and had a crit chance uh,
0: that was 25% all got dropped down to 20 which I Every love because there shouldn't be that many fucking, you shouldn't be able to reach hundred percent crit chance with only four items. But now if I do five items, a hundred percent crit chance, that is a hundred percent a calculated choice. Like I need to commit a lot, or I need to think about it closely. Like do I want hundred percent crit chance? Cause there, I'm using most of my inventory slots, not only two thirds. So I, I am a okay with that little change quite frankly. Now, yes, this
3: is an attempt. I don't know if it's going to fix it, but this is an attempt to stop the, you know, three ADCs in one game, you know, on one team, you know, uh, meta that we were just going through, you know, it's not going to, like I said, I don't think it's really going to fix it, but this is a step towards it too. This is one of those, hey, hey, we're going to make that change and then after we make that change we're going to see how it happens and then go from there this fucking headset uh and then once we make that change we go from there and then see what we got going on but yeah right now you're getting a murdoch off lane you know or you're getting you're getting your twin blast sparrow duo lane you're getting a uh, murdoch um jungle and a grim off lane you yeah. know, is what you're getting in game right now. And it's just because the crit chance
0: meta that you have was huge. But I'm hoping this will help fix that. Yeah, it definitely helps balance out the uh, impact that a carry can have. Like, they can still have that impact late game, right? With and still have 100% of stuff. It's just they're not going to reach 100% in only four items. Like, it's going to take them building another two to $3,000 item. Yep. Maybe I would actually get to that peak, so it's it'll definitely taper them off, but still give them the same technical ceiling possibility, right? Yep. So I, I'm I'm 100 okay with all those crit changes. I've been asking for them for a while, quite frankly. So I'm glad that they happened. Um, on shiny bangle, base heal that you receive from the effect got increased from 25 to 35. Nice little quality of life change. Maybe just trying to help this... out melees because usually melees are the ones, melee supports are the ones that have bangle as opposed to range ones because they get the free poke now is this
3: the heal that heals you and the ADC or is this
0: just healing you as the support if I'm not mistaken it's only you as the support like it's just an extra heal that happens to you when you successfully get a last hit on top of the gold value so it's like a way of like, hey, you walked up to get the last hit. If you did get hit, you regen a little bit. Like you know, you, you didn't thought it. Yeah, fully thought, regen. Yeah, but I thought it.
3: There's isn't there one that also heals the ADC as well? This Bengal does. So this so that thirty five. The ADC is benefiting from that thirty five as yeah, well. Yeah. Okay
2: you may ha- not have noticed that bearded but i have saved you a few times by last hitting no it. i've
3: i that's what, that's <laughs> one reason but i remember you bringing you and uh menace both say hey i'm gonna get you get you some heals or whatever you know like yeah uh, both, both adc and support we confirmed okay and that i just didn't know if this base because when it says base heal increase so i'm like okay is this just for is this a benefit just for the item carrier or is this for the you know the adc as well that's alongside of that so
1: okay.
0: But yeah, I overall decent quality of life change. I guess it's just trying to make again <laughs> melee supports be yeah. more impactful. Um sort of souls, physical About power. Time I can't with you, bro. <laughs> uh physical power, flat physical power, excuse me, got reduced from yeah. 55 to 50. And then passives, uh the stacks that you gain from a killer and assist got reduced from five to three. So now you can't just go kill heavy and feed Sword of Souls that much faster. Now you can right. feed it faster, but it won't be as substantial to it, right? Like th- there will come a time where it's like, hey man, you just missed three waves trying to get one kill. Wouldn't the three waves have been better than that one kill for Sword of Souls? So definitely a better quality of life change. I like that they're, um, they're making it, they lower the power a little bit, that's very negligible, right? But they're making it almost harder to gain those stacks, which I'm not against because as a carry, well, it's all about late game spiking, right? Yeah. Or I gradually becoming the strongest character as a carry. That you shouldn't be too strong early. Still, a a needed nerf, and I don't. I still think it might
3: not be enough of a needed nerf because okay, right now it's at fifty, right? Mm-hmm. So at max stacks you get 45 so you're still gonna get 95 physical power just with this item nothing else added on top of it you're getting 95 physical power there is not an item in the game that gives you more physical power when this is mad at max stacks okay so the next closest item is is 80 and i can't remember which one it is it's uh it's doom. It's a blade. The one that gives you this the little burst of uh, the the run. You can you can dim, You can jump forward as an ADC. That little blink one. Um, that that one gives you eighty, I believe, right? So, um, so it's still a little. I mean, it still gives you a high thing. So I, I, I agree with this bringing this down, right? And hey, let's bring it down small increments and find that's fine tune that spot. The the passive stacks granted per hero and uh by per kill and assist reduced from five to three, that is great, because it is going to take you longer. You could literally buy this item and get it um, me, or right, I, all right, and I'm not that good at the game. I know you guys, you especially, you can um, lane and, and farm and kill faster than I can, right? So you would be able to purchase this item faster than I can. By the time I get this item purchased and online, I was at like 16 minutes where I could get this thing like mm-hmm. purchased, and like I'm like, well, that was before the so it's a little longer than that now because they did s- prolong the, the stack, slight adjustment, right? yeah. But yeah, so it was, it's still, but it's still pretty quick. So now it's just going to take you even longer to get to that 90 uh power, right? But that percent that was it was it now six percent or is it four, whatever the percent is that you get added towards ad- anything else that you build physical power. That also adds on top of that is going to be even you know it still makes this an item.
0: As an ADC, it's still other. a must at this point. Yeah, at the, to yeah, be it's honest, still a must I think. And yeah, I and, think and I, I think. think I think Girdo the Bat, it just hit the hit the nail on the head. Shout out to Girdo in the chat. So a similar comparable item in in other MOBAs does not give you that many stats like it's okay if it gives you that much power but in other mobas that's it you get the power power and that's what you invested it's the fact that you have the power with pen plus the passive on top and you know adding a percentage extra damage on all the power that you build it's just Mm -hmm. too heavy stacked of an item but if they had a stacking item that just gave me flat power that would be a choice that i make because it could benefit for a specific build. But the way they have it right now, uh, same thing with uh, all these crit items that were just too heavy loaded. They have an, they have an issue that they have a pretty expansive item store, but they don't have, you know, like if they had double the items, they could be nitpicking. Hey, these items give you this, this item gives you that. But with a smaller item pool, you have to have it to where Hey, this item might give you two or three things. That item gives you two or three things. Uh, we saw the same effect in other MOBA, upcoming MOBAs that are trying to come out where one of their items will give you five or six effects. They'll give you health, armor, damage, a, a passive, like you know what I'm saying? And, and that happens when you have a small pool of items. So that is something that will get fixed over time. I can see them doing the changes to all these crit items, lowering them to 20% because now look one two three four five six different items yep now that makes sense but before when they only had three to four it was like damn if you want to reach 100 you have to build the same item twice yep
2: is it just me or is this entire patch just one giant nerf to fucking ranged like ah if you look at all the changes it combined like Grux and steel being faster Ricker having a bit a bigger hook
0: rogue being all nerfed
2: changes to, to 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 the the white and 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 all those other aspects but no changes
0: no buffs yeah no red aspects no, no red buffs yeah. nothing physical damage got this buffed
2: I, yeah one big fuck you deranged and i love it
0: <laughs> there might be a mage meta coming back low-key because they haven't been touched <laughs> But, uh, I I mean, I'll be honest with you, it was kind of needed. Like the physical damage was just a little too strong. Carries were coming online too strong. Junglers were coming online too strong, too quick. You get me like, it's okay. If three to four items, you start clapping people. It's not okay. If two, three items deep, you're already deleting the entire enemy team. Right. Right. So I, I'm not against it. And this is me being a carry main, right? Like it's weird for me to say I'm not against it because I could definitely see that physical damage in the game was a problem. Right. Yeah.
3: Well, I mean, as a can remain that where I was seeing the issue is I wasn't getting my normal peel for late game. You know, you normally get a Greystone offlane or you get yourself, you know, a Grux offlane or you get yourself a Quang offlane. Well, now I'm going with I get a Grim offlane and Grim isn't going to peel for me because he's building ADC as well. You know, or I'm getting a Twin Blast offlane or whatever. Or I'm getting a Morgash offlane, you know, and I'm not there's no peel with those characters. Like so then we get late game. And it's like, well, fuck, here we go. Like, I'm just, I'm being squished. Like, now I got to build tank carry because that's the only thing I, I got to build, start building items that's going to help me survive a little bit longer and when I can't build my normal build. So yeah, I'm I i I'm okay with this as an ADC main, right? But as somebody who enjoy, and I'm not, I'm not, if I was somebody who enjoyed, you know, taking Murdoch off lane or taking Murdoch jungle or taking Grim off lane or whatever, then I would see, then I would see this patch as like, fuck, this patch fucked me. You know,
0: mm-hmm. which which is okay because yeah, about it. because metas are gonna shift, right? Like there's gonna be times that carries aren't the strongest on the map. It's just unfortunately right now, physical damage reigns supreme. When we had a point where a mage's reigns supreme, like if you were running a mage, you were just gonna r- destroy the lobby. You literally had to get fed as a carry quick enough before their mages did, or it was game over. So I mean it's it happens, right? Balancing and, and whatnot. I'm just glad that changes are being made. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, we're just about a month a month since patch fourteen came out. So we've already had one optimization patch and two balance patches, technically in the time frame. Am I wrong there? I mean I'd still find like I mean, s- yeah, some it, bigger, it, some it, smaller. It, there was still a balance in it.
3: So I mean it was all balance patches. Optimization was involved. I gotcha. So, so, so three I mean, patches. It wasn't. Since? It wasn't. A he, it wasn't like this. We had a bunch of balance
0: items, right? We literally had two aspects that were balanced, right? But that's yeah. still a balanced patch. Like, I mean, I it would just. Yeah, I gotcha. I I guess to some people, it might have felt more like a hotfix than a balanced patch because it was just a few items, right? Well, then the, the, where you have this, that are saying,
3: it was a 15 gigabyte download, and you only you had no balances, and it's like, well, the 15 gigabyte download was for the change to the ue for the unreal yeah. engine yeah the Unreal engine like you, don't don't confuse the 15k download for anything else
0: but that like yeah that's just ignorant people complaining though information yeah <laughs> that's what that's what it is that's ignorant people trying to paint an agenda by yeah. shade throwing out shady facts that's all that is yep um but there were a few changes to me i don't
3: understand this get the fuck like out it. of here i
0: love this <laughs>
2: why because it makes lane management more effective
0: and it so so this has already happened before yes and this has already happened before and before i hated it i'm kind of glad that it's not as big of a change now it still hurts right (laughs) like it's more substantial but before it went from like hey range minions now hit you twice as far like it went from 750 to 1500 whatever the number was like god Damn, son, you making these range minions, fuck me up. I can't even, yeah. I, I used to box like nobody's business as a carry. Now, as soon as I touch them, I'm like, hey man, there's too many fucking minions here. Let me chill the fuck out. Like I'm not, I'm not even gonna hit them with one auto, quarter of my life, because they're gonna be gone before I look. Yep. So I'm okay with it, right? As carry mains, we hate it because we're the only ones that do the majority of our poking with a physical damage with a basic attack, right? Everybody else in the game does the majority of their poking with an ability. So it kind of sucks for carries. For the rest of the actual match though, it's it's actually a very, very healthy thing, right? So melee minion damage got increased. Now it starts at 12, ends at 80. So they increased the beginning amount and they decreased the, the, the later amount. Uh Range minion damage increased. Now, it starts at 22.5 and it scales all the way up to 120, again increasing the the beginning amount and the late game amount as well. Siege minions starting damage got increased from 33.5 to 39.5. Subtle, not too crazy. And damage increase per 90 seconds, which is something that they already had. Like every 90 seconds, they increase in damage. But n- and now there is, that scaling went from 1.275, very unique number by the way, to 1.5. So their scaling got adjusted a little bit. Siege minions got tweaked a bit. I I definitely feel like the bulk of the change was those range minions. We saw melee minions change a little bit. That's not too bad, right? But on range minions late game, we saw almost a 20% increase to their damage. That's fucking crazy. Now, as far as everything, it, it, it's like Goose was saying, this is mainly so you can counter the range offlane meta that's going on and stuff like that, right? So I, I can see them doing things like this. Uh, <laughs> Mike like in the chat just said, about me. yeah, he said, I can't wait to see bronze players fighting in mini waves and just dying. It's definitely going to lead to that specifically try if, if they don't kill me. those range ones.
3: I hate going I, I, as an ADC main I'll go in right I'll play up I'll queue up and I'll have a random support and my support is like just going ham trying to get into this team fight and I'm looking at it like they got 30 minions we got two like I know I want nothing to do with this right now like I we need to like thin their minion wave down before we do anything else and then Ooh. I get yelled at because I'm not being aggressive.
0: Like, no. Like, I'm gonna die. Like, you don't understand. Nice. It's easy. T- tell your support, amen. Land a basic, and then I got you. That involves. Well, if I had voice comms, I could easily do that. Type it. We had this conversation
3: earlier in this partner panel. I'm not jumping on the type thing. Uh... I have to. This makes hard
2: dives a lot scarier too, because you, oftentimes you see somebody dive under a tower and get away with like
0: just a smidgen of health, that's not gonna happen no more because the minion's gonna take that smidgen of health. Yo, those rain shots follow you a good amount too. They do! Like, you think you're out, you think you're in the clear, you made it to your tower, you're like, I'm chilling. Standing still, backing, you see that one shot floating towards you. Because I feel like that shit comes at you in slow motion too, right?
1: Like, you oh, it see
0: does. it coming towards you, you're like, but dead. Do you
3: think that there should be if you're able to get far enough away that, that should
0: die off yeah yeah like a, like like a tower so to speak yeah, like if man. you're if you're out of range
2: Melee. yeah yeah
0: yeah it doesn't though it literally will follow you yeah, that shit will it, follow you all yeah, the way back it, to your you core. could just keep running as you.
3: long as it targeted you yeah yeah as long as it targeted they shot and it, it was shot at you it's a homing missile it will <laughs> it, find you and yeah. you are done
2: they may as well have hockey masks on, fucking Jason <laughs> Voorhees bullets coming at you.
0: They don't, they don't stop. Hundred percent, so bro.
2: Coming. I like the in the melee range siege and super minion movement speed have all been reduced. I think it would be hilarious if the siege minions were reduced and no one
0: else. So the siege ones are just slowish, but that would that would cause a stacking problem. <laughs> like huffing and puffing yeah. and trying to, guys, wait up! <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just think it's funny <laughs> that they listen. Why did you say all minions? Yeah. Now I find it funny that they they mention reduced because they start off lower, but now late game they they all move faster. So it's it's more of a tweak, right? Like a balance, uh, yeah. And they're like, it was reduced to be like, yeah, but late game they move faster, so it's not a full reduction, right? But for for the majority of the uh, early to mid game, they they are going to move slower. And to, and to cover the other three parts here for the minions to conclude here uh, melee minion health increased per 90 seconds that was reduced to 33 point from 33.8 to 23 flat yeah so now as time goes on your melee minions scale and health slower and less um as well as range minions their scaling of health increased you know per 90 second increase went from 7.56 to a flat six, and Siege minions, their health increased per 90 seconds, went from 82 to 62. So overall, all minion waves also don't scale as aggressively with health. And And I definitely think that's a healthy change because I think we all notice at some point, since it did go based off of average level in the lobby, at some point where you're like, hey, I just cleared a minion wave, no problem. Rotated, came back, shoot a minion. It's like I can't one-shot this bitch anymore. It takes me two to three shots. Holy shit. Right. I left I left this man for like maybe three minutes. I came back. This is a swole minion. I need to farm up a bit again. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: So I that's a that's a pretty healthy one.
2: This rewards people that pay attention to the lanes, and it it's gonna hurt people that don't. Like if you just let a wave crash into your tower now. It's going to be a lot easier to clean those that minion wave up before it gets to your tower, but if you let it crash into your tower, they're going to be doing a lot more damage. Some damage. Yeah. And they're going to take that tower out a lot faster. So, you've got to, to pay yeah. a little more attention to the map.
3: they are going to be some minions for sure. Yep. Yeah. And I like it.
2: I'm
0: more I'm not mad. I'm not I'm not mad at this patch, quite frankly. I'm not mad at this patch. patch.
3: I like this patch. I I, I'm not... I, I agree with Mangus. I'm not... Like, I don't think it... I think they missed their mark with Richter, but I, I'm glad that he got some love.
2: Yeah. Yeah, at least he got some love, right? Yeah. I like
0: 99.9% of this patch. Yeah, 99.9. 9. <laughs> oh, poor Richter. But yeah, Increasing honestly... every 90 seconds. Yes.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, but I... I'll be, I'll be real. Like when I see patches like this, it gives me confidence in strange matters. Just quite frankly. Right. I still think there's ways to go to where the game will at least be in an optimal state of balance, right? Cause it'll never be truly balanced. That's something that people, if you don't understand it, get it through your thick skull. Right? Like in a mobile, there will never be true balance. There will always be things that are stronger. There will always be things that are weaker. That's why there's a meta. There were you know, the meta shift as time goes on, balance changes happen, etc. But there's always going to be a yin and a yang in order for shit to be balanced, if that shit makes sense, right? Confucius says. So it's just one of those things that I, I just like the fact that I'm seeing these changes out of them while simultaneously it's like, hey, We understand, we want this aspect to do this. So let's just make it good at that. Let's stop trying to be like, oh, well maybe we should make it even with this one across the board. Like, you know, some aspects are gonna be really good at one thing, but they might not provide you something else. Right? Same thing goes for these items. And like, I like the fact that they're doing all these changes, like reducing the crit damage. They notice a physical damage problem. So they're basically like, hey, we're reducing the opportunities that physical damage characters have, like with Rogue and all these crit chances and stuff, try to balance it out. But that doesn't mean we stop them from being strong, right? Right. Um, I'm I'm okay with this. I'm okay with this. I would love to see more of these in general. Just like a good. I think this is a good size patch. Not too big, not too small. If we got patches like this periodically, like even once a month, I'd be happy. TBH. Yeah. Same here. Same here. No,
2: yeah,
3: definitely no these these are the good patch these are the ones that like hey we're getting you know as a healthy bug fix too like you know like with a lot of the bugs the amount of bugs that we got with it um so that was huge but you know then a healthy balance so, you know we knew that rogue was an issue rogue got taken care of we know, you know we got looked at right uh, you know for sure take care of we got to play the yeah. game first to see what's taken care of right sort of souls got looked at Play the game. You know a lot. The ones, the areas that we knew that needed to get looked at, were taken care of. You know the the crit strike. You know that was taken. You know looked at. You know and and a bunch of the areas that we knew that were could be the issues were definitely looked at here. And that's that's a big A plus for me.
0: Yeah, very big. So I'll be real with you. This let's pretty much wrap it up because believe it or not the mud like we we just spent almost two hours only talking about the patch notes yeah so i am not mad at it quite frankly like no. these were good patch notes again like shout, shout out to strange matters these were actually decent you know 233 percent debatable but actually decent right um so let's do this let's let's say our final pieces uh from you to the community starting with goose what do you got to say to people though I'm just glad
2: that uh, the persistence of Kaylee, was that Kaylee19 got, got rewarded. That's cool. That's that, that, that's badass. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Jams is a badass. I thought I was getting trolled.
0: I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, dude, I'm not going to lie. I saw in the chat whenever I was like, yo, can you get me the game? I was like, oh. But I'm- That's, a, di- that's, a, that's a direct ask. I'm not mad at it. I was yeah. like, I'm yeah. not mad. You got to try, right? Definitely you got to try. Right. <laughs> all right yeah that's, that's, that's all i got yes
2: i just i really like i said i really like the patch and i'm eager to get in there and try it out
0: for sure it's kind of weird that they put drop the patch again right before the know, Bro, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, hey, at least it's the like i didn't even to get to try
2: it. at least it was before
3: yeah. Was the big patch that we were trying to play though? Like, though, like fourteen, we were literally trying to play it.
0: So Ten minutes did, like, before we go live, about, really? about
3: it, and it literally goes. We go live, and all of a sudden, patch drops. i like, are you fucking kidding
1: me?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you imagine if behind the scenes are like, yo, we got till eight thirty. We can't let these bitches go live. Let them say that the patch is not out, and we went live at eight thirty. So that, like literally they go live, push. Push, send it. <laughs> so they're like, I can't fucking complain. The patch came out before they did. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, that's yeah. like a Daniel saying in the chat. They know the schedule now. They know what their deadline is to actually release something. Yeah, Rip. Yeah, there you go. There you go. That's what <laughs> it is. Um, no, I mean with these patches, like I'm happy. Like,
3: and the the thing about this is, is they got almost all these data points from us gaming and enjoying the game, right? We play the game, we find the issues, we play the issue. We are literally paid testers, right? We pay to play the game and here we are, right? So now that this patch is out, let's get out there, let's get some games in, let's find the next sort of Souls that's the issue. Let's find the next Rogue that's the issue. You know, let's find these other bugs that are issues and get them reported to the dev team because you see patches like this, they want to get this game to where we really enjoy it. So the more we report it, the more we see things, the more clips we're able to give them, the faster
0: and better they're able to get it to us the way we want it. Yeah, man. And I'll be real. Uh, my two seconds here before we end is I'm just going to piggyback off of what you said. Don't, don't let up. Like, uh, yeah, like some people are probably don't have that finesse of getting a message across. Right or that they're not tactile enough as far as like, hey, this is what I think what you guys should change and stuff. And some people are just like fucking th- doors. It's like, How I bullshit. it's like, hey, okay, I get it, I get it. <laughs> but I'll be honest, everybody's opinion still counts. It doesn't matter if you're a toxic player, it doesn't matter if you're a new player, like quite frankly, everybody's opinion counts, right? So the last thing that this community needs is for people to be silent, if anything, Be very, very vocal about your opinions. Like all your opinions are heard by somebody at some point. Partners stay in the discord channels and on social medias and stuff like that. Constantly moderators as well, their development team as well. Like, believe it or not, even though a lot of people feel like they report and that shit gets ignored, there's a good chance that if you report it, if you wrote it, somebody has seen it. It's just one of those things that when enough people report it, that's when it's like, hey, this is really an issue. Let's make this a priority to adjust. You get what I'm saying? as for example, rogue. Yeah. Right. Right. So it's it's one of those things that don't give up, don't let up, and I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Part of the reason why this partner channels uh, this partner panel started was lighting a fire under SMS and holding them accountable for everything at the same time. Right. But doing it. In a professional manner, while simultaneously communicating the the feelings of the community. So both this they, these episodes are both for the developers as much as they are for the community. So we appreciate everybody that tuned in. If you made it this far, if you're wherever you're watching it, social media, YouTube, throw a GG down below. You want to say something, bearded? I see it. Yes. Like it, like you're, yes. You you're like half raise <laughs> the hand. Right, right, like right, a, um, know, um
3: the whole um, thing. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So I know the, right now, the only way to report a bug or, or to give a clip or whatever, if you have a clip, uh, I will open up my discord. You know, if you're, if you're watching gen Chat, especially my discord um, and you can join the discord and then just at me in my discord and send me the clip. Um, it's a little easier for us partners to be able to report these with clips, report the bugs uh, that you were able to see um, than it is to go through Butler bot um or you know anything else in that situation so uh just to make it so we can avoid butlerbot not because i hate it myself uh and, and come talk to me about it show me the bug you got and if it's worth if i literally think that it's an actual bug i will forward it on to the mods and the devs themselves as well so i will open up my discord for that hit me up let me know what's going on and we will get
0: going and we'll streamline it so we can help get this game in a better spot like minutes just said in the chat, good shit. Much love, homie. Yeah, but but that's a great point. And honestly, uh, let's just add on to that. Wherever they're watching this, right? Whether it's on a social media that somebody posted, whatever it may be, if they have a clip to share, share it, let us know, you yeah. feel me? Tag us in it, whatever it may be. Like yeah, getting or bringing up awareness to the situation, there's nothing wrong with that as long as, long as it's done properly, right? It's not like hey, sh- share a bug and then flame the shit out of a company in the same post, right? Like hey, this is a bug I ran into. They really got to check this out, or they should check that out, or whatever. I hope this is fixed by the next patch, whatever it may be, right? Constructive criticism, right. but it's okay to point it out. And quite frankly, as far as strange matter is concerned, <laughs> hey, good and bad publicity is still publicity, right? Right. Like if there's a fun, if there's a funny and- bug, at least fault is being talked about. You get me? As an ADC main. I know
3: like one side of the map, you know, I know that there's, you know, a spot that clips over here, you know, but I don't know what's going on in solo lane. I don't know, you know, like if there's a clipping spot over there, so if somebody's, you know, if you are solo, you play solo a lot, you know, that you can you know, send me those clips, hey, and then a spot of like, oh, that's great. You know, a little more information for him to be able to, you know, smooth
0: out the map before us. I know he would love to be able to do that. True. The more, the more details, the better. And And people don't realize that a clip if you can, there's a lot of programs out there, like even in Nvidia uh, has like features where it'll record the last 10 minutes always or stuff like that. If you can provide just footage of what happened, it helps resolve that issue ten, like a million times faster. Yep. Instead of just sitting there and be like, I wonder what this person means by Gideon's teleport didn't work, you know? So much love again, don't let up, keep at it. Eventually, us as a community, along with these devs can help make this game better. Right. For sure. Like a spot that we're all comfortable in. It's not going to be for everybody always. That's fine. But this is a community driven game and everybody should speak out. But much love, homies. We appreciate you being here, chilling and till the next one. Peace. Peace.